BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. What you missed from Dave and Chuck the Freak on 101 WRIF. Brought to you by the Specs Howard School of Media Arts. Learn the skills needed for graphic design, video production, or broadcasting with a flexible schedule that fits your needs. Specs Howard School of Media Arts offers evening classes, meeting two days a week in classes, while the rest of your coursework is completed online. Visit specshoward.edu or call 866-61-SPECS for more info. This Dave and Chuck the Freak podcast is brought to you by Spex Howard. Looking to fit school back into your busy schedule? Enroll today for hands-on training at the Spex Howard School of Media Arts. In just 12 months, you'll learn the skills necessary to gain entry-level employment in the fields of graphic design, broadcast, or digital media arts. With both day and night classes, Spex Howard makes it possible to get the media education you deserve. Call their admissions department today at 866-61-SPECS to schedule an appointment. Spex Howard wants to make school fit your schedule. Call today at 866-61-SPECS. WRIF and WRIF HD1 Detroit. A Beasley Media Group station. Dave and Chuck the Freak. 101 WRIF. Dave and Chuck the Freak. So we want to know, where is the most bizarre place or way you have sobered up? The most bizarre place or the most bizarre way you've sobered up? If you want to share your story, 248-544-WRIF, 248-544-9743. Toll free, you can reach us at 1-855-9743-101 or text us 4WRIF-49743. A story making the news about a dude that's facing charges after he ran over a fire hydrant and damaged several trees while uh, driving drunk, mm-hmm. this 41-year-old guy was wearing just his underwear, and then on one leg he had a child's snowsuit, like he had tried <laughs> to put the snowsuit on, but yeah. it didn't quite fit. Mm, nope, nope. But he just left it there to keep that calf warm mm. as he was driving. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, is that a snowsuit on your leg? Yeah, uh, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Faced a ton of charges. They have no idea exactly how he ended up there. The snowsuit they found out, though, did belong to his nine-year-old daughter, and he was using it to try and get warm. Mm-mm-mm. But that generally won't fit a large 41-year-old man. No. no. So that's a strange way to sober up yeah. with a snowsuit on your leg. Sure. In your underwear. After hitting a fire hydrant and some trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a crazy day. And then this email, um, she says, I am a female in my early 20s. I'm lesbian. I was out drinking with a group of friends. There's a girl in the group I don't know too well. She's like a 9 or a 10, also gay. After the drinks started flowing, we hit it off. She asked me if I wanted to attend a lecture with her. And of course, the drunk me said, Sure. I kind of blacked out, I got to be truthful, during this lecture. But when I started coming to, 
I sobered up real quick. She had taken me to an anal sadism 101 demo class. Why, hello. The instructor was covering wine bottles in hot sauce and putting them up people's butts, among other brutal things, including baseball bats and meat hooks. Mm. A meat hook? They were doing a live anal sadism class? Yeah, if you haven't seen one, it's you're missing out. <laughs> True. Wine <laughs> bottles and hot sauce. No, the meat hook is what I have well, the biggest I issue guess. with. I just, are they hanging me from my butt? <laughs> no, they can't. They, that'd kill you. They're putting it in, though? It's got to can't be hook end first. It's just got to be. No, it's got to be the hook end, and then maybe you just sit on it. Mother of God. How does that not kill you and puncture stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they've prepped it. Anyway, she said when she sobered up, she's in this anal sadism class, right? Yeah. She can't believe what's going on. The chick that she went there with is sitting, watching, and rubbing her thigh. And then she said she invited me back to her place. But I quickly excused myself, called a cab, and got the hell out of there. Mm, Andy, Andy, Andy. Mm. She's a what, 910? 910. Mm. Put that fiery bottle up my butthole. Bombs <laughs> 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 away! Uh, she said, fiery since then, <laughs> I've been avoiding group things because I know she'll be there, but I'm at a loss of what to do or say to her. She's one of my good buddy's best friends, and she keeps wanting to set me up with her. Should I tell them about what happened or just ignore it and try to avoid her? Oh, you tell everybody. You tell tell everybody. You tell everybody. Definitely the craziest place I've ever sobered up. This BDSM dungeon of butt stuff was insane. The dungeon of butt stuff. <laughs> Welcome. That doesn't sound like a fun place Just to a visit. The dungeon of butt stuff. <laughs> oh dear God! Here's your host, Chuck the Freak. Yes, <laughs> Mushroom John. <laughs> Mushroom John has a dungeon of butt oh, stuff. You yes. know it. Come on now. Oh, is that a meat hook? Baseball uh, bat. A baseball bat. Oh, I've seen the baseball bat plenty of times in all sorts of places. Baseball bats, nothing, I guess, these days. <laughs> Which is insane. That is unbelievable. It truly is. What people can fit up their butts. Those big champagne bottles that are the real... And the fact that they'd want it. Like, the fact that they're going to this class to get it. Yeah. Like, I think I you just, just could torture someone that way. I feel like after that, nothing's going to work right, you know? Like, once you How do that, nothing's going to work Am right. Am I not just pooping myself? Nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go How on How could I ever hold anything in? Yeah, turns out there's some urgency there. Putting a hook in your butthole is a bad idea. Bad, bad idea. So from you now on the Riff Lines, let's hear your stories. Uh, We want to hear about the most bizarre place or the most bizarre way you've sobered up. Andy, I can't imagine you've got a story. Oh, yeah, I do. All right. (laughs) We'll get Andy's in a minute. First, though, let's go to Keaton from Flint. Hi, Keaton. How are you? Hi. Great, guys. How are you? We're doing pretty good. What was it for you? Uh, so it doesn't compare to a meat hook whatsoever. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> me and a bunch of buddies went up to, it's kind of a festival, but it's more just like a party on a lake called Bud Bash on Bud Lake in mm-hmm. Michigan. And, uh, we, uh, we got up at the hotel and the morning breakfast at the hotel was not very good. So we didn't really eat much, but, uh, my buddy Martin started taking, um, Patron shots mm-hmm. at about seven in the morning. Um, and we got down on the lake at about nine. He quickly passed out. Um, so we put him on a, a tube and we put a wet, cold towel over his face. And he woke up at about 3 p.m., um, sober as a bird, ready to party again. But like, So I guess it's not very weird, but it must have been a lot of fun. 
I think I would have a wonderful sleep on a raft in the middle of a lake. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, right the, until it's you're very floating. calming, this, like, this, the soft waves and. I swear to God, like, people end up in the middle of the ocean that way. Yeah, but this is a lake, different thing. But still, they it, end up in the middle of the lake. If it's a smaller lake, I think it would be great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. Just like go out on a raft and just like take a nice long nap. Last time we see Dave. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, you're last time we see Dave. But not like tied to something so that I don't mm. go too far. But I just think it would be very like soothing and like calming. A, like a water bed. Like, like a, a real like, water Yeah, bed. a real water bed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Dave wants to Whitney Houston himself. No, no. Just get a raft right whenever I'm on like a little... Well, I'm like if I move slightly, I'm like, I'm like rafts and stuff aren't really built for us, no. you know. Like I was in one of those donut rafts, oh. you know, like a water park. It was supposed to be like a lazy river thing yeah. with my kids, and I had to just abandon ship because really? I was not designed for it. <laughs> abandon ship. I did. I had to abandon ship. <laughs> I can't. You just kind of put your butt in the donut hole. uh, No, but it was so pumped up, full of air, that there was no like give. So when I sat on it, I was like up on. Like you weren't even in the water. I wasn't even in the water. (laughs) I was like, I'm not designed for this. It was like just destroying all my core muscles. And I was like, nope. Like, you're supposed to just be able to sit in that. Your butt goes down in and yeah, you relax. You're wet. My butt couldn't even go down in there. It was so, so huge, my butt. I have a couple of different groups of friends that are always like, let's go tubing. Let's go mm-hmm. tubing down the river. I'm like, hey, hold on a second. Like, nine problems right off the bat. Uh, don't pop the shirt off a lot. Yeah. And yeah. when I do, sitting in a tube with all this folded up, not a good look. <laughs> it's not good. Secondly... Don't really like anything to do with the water there. Yeah, no. It was really bad. Uh, Someone said, uh, woke up in the back of a pickup truck on the Mexican border in El Paso after drinking tequila with two hot Mexican chicks in a bar. Mm. I sat up, walked to my hotel, grabbed my bags, boarded my plane back to Detroit. Good times. That is the best outcome of that story. Oh, my God. Yeah, he actually made it back. It's it's hard (laughs) to believe that's how that just played out. Crazy. Uh, This one, I was... uh, Party at my friend's house. All of us proceeded to tie one on. Apparently, I was so drunk, I emptied my friend's fridge to sleep in there because I was so hot. Oh, oh God! It's warm! Where, where is it cool? God, they got to- so tired of me, they set up a tent outside. Did I mention it was snowing? Hmm. I sobered up quickly. Yeah. I'd be pissed if someone emptied my fridge and was then sleeping in it. Dude. Well, yeah, that and when you find them dead, too. <laughs> From suffocation yeah, and they're, stuff. They're lucky he survived. Yeah. Lucky he survived. Yeah. Um, Alex from West Bloomfield, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're talking about the most bizarre place or the most bizarre way you've sobered up. Yeah. So this is regarding my friend. Um, it was Michigan State undergraduate Halloween. Um, so everyone was really wasted. And she ended up going to the ER because she couldn't remember her name, anything. She fell, she hit her head. She ended up being fine. But the next morning, we called the ER. And we were like, okay, we're going to come pick her up. And they said, actually, we released her. We're like, what? She doesn't have a car. She has nothing. Like, she's coming up and visiting me. Um, We kind of search all over the place. We call the police. We're like, this is this girl. And she's dressed in a cat costume from last night. So, uh, long story short, finding her at a McDonald's with the person who signed her out, who was um, a middle-aged hooker, 
uh, and they were just commiserating over um, chicken McNuggets. So. She went to McDonald's with a middle-aged hooker she met in the hospital? Who who got her In out. the ER, yep. And she's she's still in her cat costume from the night before. Oh, wow. Well, she, she must have still been <laughs> yeah. wasted. No, I mean, maybe. But she was mostly just pissed off that we didn't realize immediately that she would have just gone mm. to McDonald's. So she befriended a middle-aged hooker. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. Is, that's a weird way to Everyone wake up. knows if I go missing, check the nearest McDonald's. That's uh, so you guys know. <laughs> Don't call the police or the no, hospitals. No, just go check the nearest, nearest McDonald's. McDonald's. I'm probably there. <laughs> Brandon from Oxford. You're up next on the Riff Lines. Uh, the most bizarre place or way you've sobered up? How's she going, eh? How's, How's she going, going, eh? So, uh, back in college, I was at a party and um, I blacked out, so... I uh, started um, walking home, and um, I came to it in a random person's uh, family room. No idea where I was. Uh, proceeded to kind of get back into my blackout state of mind. Uh, in the morning, I, I, I have a guy over top of me saying, hey, man, uh, what are you doing here, and who are you? So I, I'm like, oh, man, whoa, what's going on? And so we this, uh, we uh, were talking, he goes, Listen, do you need a ride home? So he gave me a ride back, which was my in-laws, my uh, my uh, wife, which was my girlfriend at the time, was just shaking her head, and everybody was like, what in the hell? Did so you, you just woke up on a, in a random person's house, and the guy was nice enough to wake you up and give you a ride home? Yeah. <laughs> Best case scenario. It was pretty weird. Yeah, yeah no, I bet. That is because uh, we've heard of people being shot like that. Yeah. Oh, Andy's Andy's dad just waiting, just oh, yeah. wishing someone is on oh, his couch. A stranger on the couch. Huh? Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> builds they, a cage he just, He busted into the right house. Yeah. Yeah. Because most people wouldn't be that kind. No. Or would have called the cops at least. Mm -mm. So, Andy, tell us about the most bizarre way or place you've sobered up as the Green Bean. I went to... Um, I did a gig at a strip club downtown, and I, uh, yeah, it was my birthday, so I was like, wee! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and got real hammered, and, uh, it was like four or five in the morning or something, and I'm walking back to my car in the parking garage, and I'm like, well, I should get something to eat. I can't drive. I just gotta uh -huh. chill for a minute, you know? And, uh, get my food, and it's like this big breakfast from like a Coney Island, like hash browns, sausage, eggs, toast. I'm sitting in my car eating. I'm like, I'm like super drunk. But in your drunk mind, you're like, this is, I bet eight minutes I'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, minutes. yeah. Give me eight minutes. <laughs> and no, I didn't need, I needed more than eight minutes. Yeah. So I'm eating this breakfast and then I'm like, I'm just going to like take a little nap for a second. So I wake up and I'm looking, the first thing I see is my eyes crack open as Ford Field. I'm like, <laughs> What the? Oh Jesus God! And I look down, and I have ketchup and sausage and hash browns all over me, like I had banged the breakfast. Oh God! And I was like, I gotta go. I gotta go figure some things out. I'll talk to somebody. I, I imagine people uh, walking by you and seeing. The green bean passed yeah. out oh, yeah, I was covered in breakfast. <laughs> well, that was the thing, because I didn't even know. Like, it was just like a blink, and then I woke up, and then I'm like, there had to have been people, because I went to sleep, there were cars beside me. And I woke up, and there weren't cars yeah. beside me anymore. So people were like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
You're they probably were. on the internet they somewhere. Were. I'm pretty sure Jonah Hill's drunk in his car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jonah, Again, Jonah best, Hill is Best case scenario, good thing you just had some sausage and hash browns on you. Generally, you fall asleep in your car downtown. Right. Mm, may yeah. not turn out that way. Yeah, end up dead. But yeah, no, yeah. I uh, was like, phew, when you see Ford Field it. I didn't even wake up at like 9 in the morning like... Like, oh, man, it's still early. Woke up at, like, 10.30. I, like, slept in. <laughs> like, you were that comfortable covered in breakfast. Yeah, you just, yeah. Like, were your, was your chair you tilted back or anything? No, I, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I woke up violently. I was like... <laughs> 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 He's all, he's all red. It'd be amazing to have that moment on tape. <laughs> Andy coming to in Ford Field oh. parking lot covered in breakfast. He I think I had eggs in my hair. Oh, God. Scrambled. He thinks he's covered in blood, but it's ketchup. Yeah. I'm like, am I hurt? Is there anything stabbed? No, no. that's just ketchup. Good. That old bastard, you. Yeah. Hash browns. <laughs> Little ketchup. Andy, Andy you Green. are wild. Uh, this is a crazy story. Got bombed in Vegas. I blacked out. Woke up in Mexico in a gay strip club. Turns out it was carnival night. They pulled a donkey and a midget. Mm -hmm. <sighs> oh. Don't remember how I got there at all. Mm, there's some stuff that he's going to have to try and sort through. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know? How do you get from Vegas to when, a Mexican gay strip club? Because when he's blackout drunk, some stuff bubbles to the top. Yeah. I got to go to a Mexican gay strip club. Yeah. <laughs> With the donkey. Chad. How's she going, eh? How's she, How's going, she going, eh? Tell us about the most bizarre place or way you've sobered up. So I started drinking with a couple friends at my house in the living room and woke up the next morning in the same spot I started with the front door open, the TV and radio on, car in the front lawn with the doors open running, and I had no recollection of anything. Mm. So you got out of your moving car, you think? Left the door open, walked inside, and passed out on the floor? I, that's the only thing I can think of. But you left your like car had, running the whole night? Yeah, and I asked all my friends, and they, they don't know. They, I guess I left them earlier in the night. <laughs> Again, very lucky. Very, very lucky. I'm telling you, I, I remember uh, we were all at a party when I was young, and like one of my good buddies like disappeared. And we were like, where did he go? We had no idea. We searched all over the place. We found him in a wood pile. <laughs> like, just lying on top of it? He or? climbed a wood pile to sleep. And so we had, uh, I was like, it looked like a dead body was like over on this pile of wood, and yeah. it was him. I was like, oh my God, dude, we searched for you for like two hours. <laughs> Listen to this one. Went to my buddy's bachelor party. He was marrying my ex-girlfriend. I woke up in bed with him and his future wife, mm. which is my ex. Oh, what a night. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's one of those nights, so you wish you remembered everything, because you're well, like, what happened? Yeah. You know, you want to... I'm sure they talked about it. Well, People are, are... The big question here on uh, text messages, did you eat that breakfast, Andy? The next day? Yes. Yeah, the, no. No. Okay. <laughs> I have dignity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a total disaster. People are saying the lap sausage might have been hard to... Well, it's, it was. I mean, like, I thought about it. I won't yeah. lie. Yeah. But you didn't <laughs> eat it. Uh, Chris, most bizarre place or way you've woken up? 
Bald penis. Bald penis. Um, so it started in Ipsy. We went to the VU. Um, my friend and I, I guess there was five of us. We got three fists and, um, cheap, cheap rum. It was, uh, Costello's rum. And, uh, started the night off drinking. You can't drink in the VU. So, you know, we were out in the car having some drinks. Well, my friend decided to headbutt me. Busted my nose open. Uh, blood, blood all over. So we go into the VU. We're there for a few hours. We get a couple of the strippers to come back to, uh, well, we go back to one of the strippers' house, and we start playing a game called Waterfall. Everybody's playing with beer except for me. I don't like beer. So instead of that, I decided to chug a fifth. And when I say chug, I cracked the top, and I drank it all the way down. My God. Bad, bad idea, because about an hour later, I ended up in the middle of a apartment uh, block and I remember going out puking on the fence Dean, and then the next thing I remember is my friend that head butted me I was laying in the middle of the block and they he came up and said hey Whitey I'm going to pull your pants up don't think I'm touching anything but I'm pulling your pants up so obviously I was laid out in the middle of there oh, butt naked oh no, no dude no no so, so then they decide to uh, load me up in the back of the minivan that we were in. And uh, they drove me back to, I'm from Chelsea, so, you know, we're, we're in Chelsea. And they take the van, the van seat out. When they're taking it out, it tips over, so I fall out of the back of the van, bust my head on the, on the driveway. They put me back on the van seat and put me on the sidewalk. So when I woke up, when I was sober, and I woke up, all I seen was cars driving by, horns honking, people looking, taking pictures. It it was crazy. I had no idea where I was. I was lost, I, but I was sta- sitting right in front of my friend's house. So it you woke up at the side fun. of the road sitting in a car seat that was yes. removed from a car. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty. It was awesome. That's why you don't <laughs> chug a, a fist. With a bloody, bloody nose, a black eye. <laughs> These are all tales of incredible survival. Honestly, yeah, that's what it really is. They really are. Like, yeah. how did you survive a night yep. of debauchery is really what it should be, because mm-hmm. that is the best case scenario again. Yeah. Some guy says, hey, Whitey, I'm just pulling your pants up. Yeah. May not work out that way all yeah, the time. I'm like, oh, God. What just happened before that? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Why were they down? Oh, boy. <laughs> this isn't good. What uh, has happened to me? Another text message here came to in Bob Evans, surrounded by senior citizens. The waitress came over, refilled my coffee, and asked me if I had a good nap. <laughs> they just let they you just sleep. Let you sleep. Well, yeah, they're just hoping, you know. Well, the old people are sleeping there all the time, I'm sure. Oh, well, you do just like what I do. <laughs> Get a little sleep in and then get the morning. <laughs> Cheaper prices. Bob Evans. Uh, Brandon from Toledo, tell us about the most bizarre place or way you've sobered up. How's she going, eh? How's, How's she, she going, going, eh? All right, my 19th birthday. Uh, just got all my bonus checks handed out at work. Me and a couple of buddies go up to Canada, up to Windsor for the night. Uh, I proceed to spend all of my bonus checks. It was like five or 600 bucks. Get completely bombed. My buddies ditch me when we get back to the casino uh, at the blackjack table. They left me with a 20-ounce bottle of Coke. I'm sitting there with my head on it. A uh, little black lady sits down next to me. I got like aces or eights at the blackjack table, and she asked me if I knew what I was doing. I had no clue. I just told her to play my hand. 
dealer told me it was okay. I let her play my hand. I proceed to black out. I'm there for like an hour, don't know anything, wake up. All the money that I have that I came to Windsor with is sitting in front of me, minus $20 that the lady took from me. I woke up, asked the dealer what happened. He said, she played your hand for you the entire time. You just kept letting her play. I threw him 50 bucks, proceeded to find my friend and head out of Canada. See, only in Canada would you wake up and all your money's still yeah, there. Right? Yeah, right. You sober up and your money is exactly what See you get. See how that with. happens at a Detroit casino. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, you're about to pass out? <laughs> yeah, I'll pay your hand for you. <laughs> and your pants and that shirt yeah. and that watch. <laughs> you oh, wake trust up, me at the table. Yeah, give me old coffee. I'm going to drive you home. Go ahead and play it. I got you. Just leave the money in front of me. Yeah. That's usually they'll kick you out. It's a lucky night. Mark from Wayne. Hi, Mark. Mark. Sometimes you just got to give up. Are you airborne? Mark's blacked out right now. Mark yeah. is out cold. Listening to uh, Mark doesn't listen to yeah. Jason. All right. Let's <laughs> give up on it. Yeah, let's just give up. I hang on too long. I know. Uh, Kevin from Hazel Park. Hi, Kevin. How's she going, eh? How's she, How's she going, going, eh? Tell us about the most bizarre place or way you've sobered up. I passed out in a campground bathroom in the shower. No, no, oh, no. God, no, oh, no, God, no, oh, God, oh, God, no. What happened when I, you came to? Uh, the water was cold, so I used up all the hot water, and I came out, and I found my wife and my sister-in-law looking in the lake next to the campground for me, thinking I drowned. Oh, God, that's probably terrifying for them, but yeah. Oh, a campground shower. Yeah. Listen, like, I don't want to be fully sober in there no, with no, just no. my feet touching the ground. Dude. Never mind passing out on the floor of one. The amount of spiders in a campground bathroom. Every time I've been inside of a campground bathroom, Ooh, gee, man, that's what it's, with me. it's terrifying. Or Yeah, or a bathroom or a shower type. You guys, oh. I think spiders is the best thing that could happen to you in a campground shower. <laughs> well, I the spiders worse. are not the yeah. worst thing that oh. I'm worrying about. For me, it's the worst thing. Me too. They're crazy campground bathroom spiders, man. They're big. Yeah. This one texted in, uh, drunk in the middle of winter at college, stumbled out to the woods and passed out. I woke up in the morning. My head was frozen to the ground. <gasps> I finally was able to get it out. I stumbled back into the dorm with a giant chunk of ice on the back of my head. He's lucky he's alive. Once again, story again. of survival. It is an incredible shit. Tales of drunk survival. <laughs> yeah. They really yeah. are. I tales of drunk survival. A lot. Like I don't. I'm. I guess I'm glad about that. I've never really truly blacked out for like hours where I'm like, what happened for the last four? Yeah. Hours? Once in I my usually, life that I've talked about here on the show before, and I woke up on train tracks. I, like, spin, then I throw up, and then I fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. One time only. Yeah. But I will. I have fallen asleep, like, on my bed, but on the opposite side of the bed, and I woke up, and I, I didn't know where I was because I was, like, not... It wasn't the perspective I was used yeah. to. Yeah. I was like, where the hell? I don't know. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, Gary from South Lion. Good morning. Hi, Gary. Hey, yeah. Um, let's see, about 20 years ago, I was in my 20s, and um, this stripper uh, I was seeing uh, was feeding me uh, Xanaxes and whiskey. Mm -hmm. I woke so, up the sorry, next morning. She was feeding you Xanax and what? Whiskey. 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 Yeah, it's a powerful combination. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, yes, it is. I'm sure yes, it is. Yes, it is. Anyway, I woke up uh, <laughs> in my house. Uh, I was totally broke the night before. I woke up. I had... 
a thousand dollars in an ounce of weed. And I called around. I was I sat on my couch for days, wondering, well, you know, I'm going to get called or knock on the door. That you know, nothing came about it. But man, yeah, pretty sobering. Mm. So you that was yours then? Yes, Andy. No, there. no, it wasn't mine. My, no, it wasn't mine. It was eventually we, yours. Oh yeah, eventually, eventually. Yeah, I was. I was just worried uh, someone was coming looking for it. Andy, oh, yeah. you wake up with a thousand dollars and an ounce of weed. Mm, well, I'm first of all, I'm like. What services did I render to get this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did I perform? You, like, killed somebody for that. Yeah, <laughs> did I kill someone? Yeah. Yeah, you would, though, be like, who's coming to get this weed and cash? Yeah, that would be it a wouldn't scary be, It wouldn't be up. like, whoa, it would be... Yeah. <gasps> like, dear Christ. It'd be even worse if it was Dave that woke up. Oh, and had a thousand bucks and a an ounce of weed because Dave really would have no idea how in the no, goddamn hell that no, happened. Absolutely, yeah. can you imagine? I wake up, a thousand bucks in cash. Oh God, good lord! <laughs> Where did all this money and weed come from? <laughs> Dave, you got up to no good. Gotta call the authorities. <laughs> yeah, immediately. Uh, uh, hopefully, Dave someone's around to talk yeah, to you because they probably shouldn't call the authorities. Looking yeah, for yeah, my you, cash Dave. and weed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we'll take a few more calls here because we want to know about the most bizarre place or way you've sobered up. Nomad. Morning, guys. Good morning. Yeah, back when I was in the service, our ship ported in St. Thomas. And me and a bunch of buddies rented a hotel room, got a bunch of liquor, drank all of it, and I passed out. I wake up underwater, just freaking out. I come up to the top of the water. I'm like looking around and I'm listening to my buddies yelling from a fourth floor balcony. Like, are you all right, dude? What the heck are you doing? And I'm like, what did I do? And he said, you jumped. Oh my I said, God. I jumped into the water. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know you were in water. Well, no, he didn't know he jumped Not off until the floor. I hit it. I didn't know I jumped from the fourth floor until I was oh, in the water. Oh, man, oh my God. Man, man. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean. Thank God it wasn't, you know, like a real deep place, you know, or you know, like off of a boat or something where it was really deep. But I was able to just push up and come up to the top, and still I was like, "What the hell just happened?" And then I look up, and they're like, "Dude, dude, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am, but you know, what the hell happened?" Dude, did immediately sober you up when you hit that water? Immediately. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I think did. if it hadn't, I'd have probably drowned it. But right. Yeah, as soon as I hit, I mean, maybe the force of the water, too. But, man, waking up and you're just going blue, 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 blue. <laughs> and then finally, finally you get some air and then you got, you know, five guys yelling at you from four stories up. It's kind of like, okay, you're an idiot. No more drinking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a limit. You yeah. know that, uh, yeah. I don't drink around water anymore. When I did that one time in Cabo San Lucas and fell into the pool. Oh, yeah. And I thought it felt great in there. That's the scary part. Like I was like, "Oh, it's so nice," because oh, I was just so gave hot, into it. Yeah, and I like stumbled into the pool, uh huh, and was laying there and was like, "Oh, this is so refreshing." Yeah, like, it felt so good. You're just gonna basically let somebody you. like pulled, like yanked me out. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how long I would have just lay there enjoying the mm. coolness of the water? Not long. It sounds hilarious to me. The idea of waking up underwater, like picturing somebody's reaction to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's not that hilarious. I'm sure it's, it's terrifying. I'm, yeah. Uh, another one was uh, drinking with friends in Troy. Woke up alone 
at Western Michigan University with my toothbrush. He does not know how no, that happened. No, he's, he was taking care of his gibbers. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. It is important. I need my... Uh, while in Japan on vacation, uh, this person said, I went by myself. I was at a shady bar in Tokyo having some beers with a few Australian guys when the hard liquor then started to flow. I woke up in a back alley in Japan sleeping on a short flight of stairs. A pile of vomit next to me Oof. and five Tokyo Metro police hovering over me. After having an ambulance check me out, they arranged for a taxi back to my hotel. Nicest police I've ever met. Huh. Mm. They're probably like, holy crap, well, what do we do? No. <laughs> Big John Wayne here. <laughs> <laughs> Got super drunk. Uh, Zach, good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm good, guys. How are you? Good. We're hearing stories of survival this morning, talking about uh, the strangest, most bizarre places people have sobered up or ways they've sobered up. Absolutely. I got a good one for you. Real quick, I wanted to ask, uh, Lisa, did you ever try my uh, powdered sugar and butter on your French toast? Oh, you know, I don't... What, I don't know what you're talking about, but what? Yeah, he called, called in saying powder. that it was powdered sugar and butter, and you were like, I'm going to make that today when I go home. Oh, oh I didn't yeah. do it that day. No, it's still on my list. Oh, it's on the list. I will. We'll have to try it. We'll have to try it today. Oh, yeah. We're going so to. It, anyways, uh, about eight or nine years ago, my buddies and I were in Canada drinking when we weren't of age in the States yet, and uh, we got real drunk. buddy of mine wanders off. We can't find him for three or four hours. About two or three in the morning, we're getting ready to head back to the States. And this big black guy is carrying our buddy down the street with his fly open and his belt undone and says, hey, is this your friend? I found him down by the river sleeping. <gasps> oh, what no. happened to your buddy oh, with the no. big black guy and his fly open? Well, the first thing we asked him when he sobered up was, hey, man, check your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good check. Yeah, was everything okay? <laughs> Yeah, he turned out to be fine, but uh, we literally tell that story all the time. See, again, in Canada, though. Yeah, different. If you sleep by the river in Detroit and a black guy with a zipper open carries you home, things have probably happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You've, you've earned your keep. Yeah. <laughs> you have a sore butthole. <laughs> I protected you all night. tweeted us a picture. Yeah. Up there, poor buddy. I can't retweet it because I feel bad for this guy. But <laughs> actually, Jennifer said our buddy passed out and woke up in a porta potty like this. He is nude. Is that just like toilet paper jammed all all around him? Oh, is it poop all over his pants? Oh, look at down on his. I can't tell. I don't want to know. <laughs> that poor look good. guy. He is nude. Stage one, I'm sure, because that's not a very big logo covering up his bits. No. no. No, poor guy. All right. About myself. That'll, get, that'll make me stop drinking right there. <laughs> that poor dude. You wake up nude in uh, a porta potty. Oh, I'll learn you up. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It Sometimes will. you have to learn. Looks like Jason. He's been no Oh, bad. that's right. No yeah, he got up to no good. Uh, a few more quick calls. <laughs> Most bizarre place or way you've sobered up. Scott from Royal Oak, you're up next. How's she going, eh? How's she, How's going, she going, eh? Going, eh? Uh, yeah, I was just drinking with my buddy, and the last thing I remember was leaving the bar. And I remember I backed into another car, so we left. And uh, I woke up in, like, the ghetto, like, downtown Detroit, but, like, the ghetto ghetto the next morning. And the paramedics were pulling on my legs, like, because I was, like, halfway out of my car. And I have no idea how I got there or what happened. 
And I told the paramedics, I was like, oh, man, thanks for waking me up, you know. Um, but I got it, you know, I'm okay. So I started driving off, and I realized I had a flat tire. And I went out and looked at the flat tire, and the entire passenger side of my car, like, it looked like I hit a median and just drove on the side of the median until I eventually parked and fell asleep in my car. But I fell asleep with the door open, and... I woke up and I still had my wallet and all my money and was totally fine. Amazing so tales my, of survival. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So I called my buddy from the night before thinking that he was with me and he left me there and I thought, like, what a crappy friend I had. And he said that, no, that's not what happened. I got into a fist fight at the Coney Island and left him there. So from that point to the time I crashed my car, I don't know if I was with somebody or what happened. But terrifying. It's very terrifying that these people are on the roads. That's, yeah, that's well, the yeah, most terrifying That's, yeah, that's yeah. all I can think about. Yeah, it's our tale of survival. Actually. Yeah. Mr. Legs out of his car there was driving for quite a while yeah. before he came to a complete stop somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this, this one came in through it a text. Is. Got wasted at a friend's house. Woke up in some random hot tub that I had pooped myself in. Oh, oh my God. You're in someone's hot tub, and you've pooped yourself. Yeah. And then you probably, you got up and run. Like, it's not like you're, excuse me, I'm sorry, I got really wasted. I believe I pooped myself in your hot tub. No, you're leaving, and you're, you're not trying. telling them. So they go open their hot tub. You try and scoop, oh, scoop out no, the leave floaters. It. Here's a message. Anyone who's going to poop in a hot tub, leave it. Let them know poop has been in there. You don't just... No! Because then I don't know that you pooped in my hot tub. You should know. And I don't give it the right cleaning. You should know. You're relaxing and some drunk poo stew. Yeah. Ah! What did I just step in? Mm. Oh, that's disgusting. Let's hope that never happens. <laughs> well, don't. It'll just be careful who you let in your hot tub, Dave. <laughs> Tanya from Southgate. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Um, I live down south, and my friend Jason, we used to go camping at the river all the time. Um, and we would bring kegs and just camp down there and pass out. We all passed out and went into our tents. He stayed up to cook some beans. The next morning when he woke up, he went to go run his hands through his hair, and his hair was all burnt and came out. And we all had to search for his hat to find out what happened. He obviously passed out into the fire, and we found his hat oh, no. inside the cooler, um, completely burned off except for the rim. So he did like a cartoon move where his head's on fire, so he dunks it into the cooler? Yes. That's what he did, right? He realized oh his head God. was on fire. So like yeah. something out of Home Alone, yeah. he put his head into like a... The only water source he had. Yeah, a container a of ice. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't remember any of it. And he had long hair and it was all gone. Oh, my God. Uh, Again, so an amazing so tale. I mean, you know, yes, you've lost your hair, which for most of us was, is not a good thing. But he fell head first in a but fire he, and that's lived. that's all that happened to you. Mm. Good thing he had enough wits about him to put his flaming head into a cooler. Oh, yeah. It probably he... helped. It probably saved him. I bet that hairdo looked pretty bad the next day. <laughs> <laughs> the campfire yeah. hairdo? Yeah. Woo. Looked like a Chernobyl victim. <laughs> no, it wouldn't I'm be good. sure it wouldn't be good. <laughs> Dave. Dude, this girl just put anal beads up my ass. Chuck the freak. I'm looking at Lisa's butthole right now. Lisa Ways. Flood it up as long as you can. Dave and Chuck the freak on the riff. 
WRIF and WRIF HD1 Detroit, a Beasley Media Group station. Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dave and Chuck the Freak. We talked many times about how horrible Detroit's roads are. Nasty. Potholes popping up everywhere. Well, one woman, she's in critical condition, but she is lucky to be alive after a piece of concrete hit her car on 696 yesterday while she was driving. And Channel 7 has the story here. Yes, certainly frightening indeed. That victim's SUV now sitting in a salvage yard with a gaping hole in the windshield. Meanwhile, MDOT is responding to our questions tonight about how they maintain that road. They the don't. pictures are jarring. A big slap of concrete flying off the road and into the windshield of a 46-year-old Gross Point woman's SUV. The chunk of road hit her in the face, knocking oh. her unconscious, and sending her crashing into another car. That driver was okay, but the victim rushed to a Detroit hospital where she's in critical condition. The state oh, yeah. is responsible for the upkeep of this stretch of I-696 in Warren. The seven investigators visiting MDOT's offices today for accountability. We got the spokeswoman on the phone. There's not enough funding to truly um, do all we can for all the roads that need it. Cross says her department can't talk about the specific incident, but says Meaning essentially uh, until those permanent repairs are made, freak accidents like this may continue to happen. Meanwhile, patch and crews were out there today filling in those holes, including the one that contained that cement that flew into that woman's windshield guy. I have never heard of that I, you know, we've heard of things falling off of overpasses, of course, yeah. tires bouncing down the road, concrete coming up from the road while hitting someone in no. the face. You know, I was this is crazy because I was driving 696 home yesterday. OK, and me and a bunch of cars in the fast lane are driving through and there was a chunk. There was like a big chunk of the road that had like been knocked up from a pothole it was just lying on the road you know and i was like "Ooh, that's getting close to like where someone's gonna accidentally run it over right and um i think what happens in a case like this is someone's car hits it just right you ever like run over like a rock or something and it fires out like mm -hmm. it shoots out mm -hmm. i bet it was just on a grand scale yeah but dude that looks so big i know it must have been imagine. a semi. Could have been a semi hit it. And flung it back. It, mm. Flung it back or just shot it sideways, like shot it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It was just From the pressure of the tire. Fluke. Yeah. It was. And where it landed was literally right in front of her face. That yes. was the other big fluke of the yeah. moment. Anywhere else in the car, I'm sure she would have been shocked. Maybe she yeah. got into an accident, but would have been okay. So the reports were first yesterday that, you know, she was knocked unconscious, but is doing fine. Oh, I and then that changed. So. Yeah. Later in the afternoon, they said, update condition critical. Yeah. I read that it was just getting worse. I don't think you can take a... I mean, that... The, it's the worst luck right there yeah. oh it's absolutely that was the horrible. worst luck but i i and you know i i've hit some massive potholes in the past few weeks and thought oh god what have i done to my tires or yeah but the um i've never seen anything like that where such a big chunk of concrete has flown up from the road yeah but usually it just disintegrates it seems like into the hole yeah you know but i do like i've seen know, chunks i've too. seen chunks uh, yeah. and everyone's kind of trying to mm -hmm. avoid them or whatever and if a semi hits a chunk and it either kicks it up into the air 
or it shoots it out like uh, like a train running over a penny. Yeah. You know, generally I'm on 75. I don't really take 696 a lot. Um, is it you guys oh, do? It's a master. Is it it's in bad. pretty bad shape? The thing is, is it, there's rolling. This, this was uh, in it was Warren. Warren. Oh. It's near so Hoover, it. so the other yeah, way. Yeah, way. it's like right around where I saw that piece. Mm. Mm. But what I saw was a smaller. It was a chunk, but it wasn't like that. That one looked like a almost like a piece of pie. It was it was big. Yeah, it was pretty big. Um, you know, and uh, what I saw was more like a rounded. Peace. Matt is with us here. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're all right, man. We're talking about this piece of concrete that struck a car, and this woman's in critical condition now. Yeah, um, 94, when you go to M10, there's a, it's about a three-foot, two-foot deep pothole. So I'm driving, I didn't even see it. And as soon as I hit it, it busted my first tire. Oh, yeah. And then it got my second back tire, and then flew me into the wall. And my car is still torn up. Thank God that, uh, uh, you know, I didn't get badly injured. But right. it yeah, took my, yeah. whole, my, my whole right side out completely. It was a deep pothole. Like, yeah. yeah, there's a lot know. of deep potholes out there. I mean, sure it is. is. It's dangerous, guys. It is dangerous. Glad you're okay, Be man. Be careful out there. Thanks, guys. Yep, see ya. you. Yeah. It's dangerous. It is. It sure is. Ryan, good morning, Ryan. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, man, you had a comment on the roads. Yes, yeah, so I was driving uh, down Dick Toledo down in Southgate about two months ago, and there was a truck next to me, and then uh, laying over, and it hit a pothole, and it actually broke like a bowling ball-sized chunk of cement, and it actually came over into my lane. Oh, my God. But it didn't hit me, of course. But it came and uh, hit my car and did like $1,800 worth of damage to it, actually. So, like, it just... Well, and that's what I mean. Like, this girl that got hit, it was just like pure bad luck that it, that it hit her right in the windshield right. where she was driving. You know? So, knocked her out. And, obviously, she then lost control. Yeah. And yeah. Hit another car. But luckily, no one else was injured. There's a ton of people texting in about the roads. Try riding a motorcycle on these crappy-ass roads. Blew out my front forks. Yeah, I could never ride a motorcycle on the highways here. No. Some never. I don't know how they I do it. I never even thought about that. Like, I don't what a hothole's like on yeah, a motorcycle. Oh, my God. Death is what it's like. I hit one here on North End or whatever. Well, North End, if you had any speed, <laughs> will kill you. But the Jeep should handle it pretty well. The I hit the potholes over here. I don't know what road that is. Galaxy or whatever it's called. Yeah. And it, my Jeep, it rattles my Jeep. There are some potholes that are like, I'm like, wow, I'm off-roading! Like the one right before the stop sign? Uh -huh. That looks like your whole car could fall into? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so, a like, bad one. it's not going to kill my car, but I'm telling you, it's it's bad. Yeah, I just bent a rim on a pothole. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. And I knew I did it, too, when I hit it. Because it was like, you know how you hit your knee on a table? That's what the car felt like. And like, you make a noise, like, oh! Mm -hmm. Like, I hit a pothole and was like, oh, no! Oh, oh yeah. Oh, jeez. When that, yeah, you know that noise. Because that happened to me twice in the past few weeks that I've hit something bad. I'm like, oh, God, what have I done? One of them may have destroyed my tire, but it just was a few days later I actually had to replace it. Oh, remember? yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it ripped it up and it was that's what caused the leak. Hmm. But. That makes sense. That's what happened to mine. I bent my rim and then it was just like holding half the amount of air. Yeah. It was supposed to. Yep.
Uh, this one last year, a chunk of concrete from a pothole totaled my dad's car while he was on 75. Luckily, he was okay. He made the news for that, too. One of the uh, one of the crazy noises that the Cavillac used to make was as a result of hitting a pothole. Uh, and, you know, when you make four bucks an hour, you don't bother taking something in to get her checked out. Right. You know, <laughs> I, hit a, I hit a pothole and... Uh, <laughs> There's some stuff that is, like, all attached under there. Like, not the main axle, but some other things are attached. They were all snapped. Oh, yeah, like tire rods. They were snapped, you know, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. So a piece of concrete struck a car on 696 yesterday, knocking the driver unconscious. We're wondering, and it's big. It's not a tiny piece. It's a big (laughs) chunk of concrete. And someone said um, the air vac of a truck can pick up a piece of road that big and throw it. It's a fluke, but it's possible. Must have been what happened. It's got, yeah, it had to be. Well, and you think about it too, like, uh, you know, those tires that have the double wheels, mm. or like the, you know, the trucks that have the double wheels. If a rock gets right in there, right, and shoots it'll it out, shoot it out like a, like a pitching machine. Yeah. Yeah, they so. were out yesterday. People saw them out yesterday around one thirty in the afternoon doing like patchwork now. After this accident happened, you have to well, yeah. legalize oh weed, fix the roads. That's what someone just wrote in. <laughs> Um, Belson. Hi, Belson. How are you? Doing all right. How you guys doing? We're okay, man. What's your comment? Um, I just, you know, talk about the whole roads. Remind me, uh, I'm a truck driver, and a buddy I work for, or work with, he was driving across 94 in Romulus, and a piece of the highway come up after he ran over it and put a hole in his fuel tank, dumping 150 gallons of fuel on 94. Well, that's a really horrible idea. That is bad news for anyone behind him, too. Uh, yeah, it was a very, real bad deal. I mean, shut him down and stuff. I mean, nobody was hurt, but still, I mean, how bad the roads are going to be before they're going to do something about this? It's just, it's it's not going to be anytime soon. Well, we, we complain about hey, it guys, every We complain, year. but we also keep voting Never. it down. We do. Every single time they're we like, do. listen, this is the fix they the wanted, roads bill. Yeah. They wanted to raise the sales tax, though. Oh, no, no I know. No I get it. I get it. But I, it just seems like they could come but up we with do keep, money somewhere. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that sucks is that, you know, they're like, this is the fix the road bill. But also we put these 27 other things in mm. that it's going to do. And it's like, well, no, we don't want the 27 other just things. Roads. We just want a road bill. Just roads. Yeah. There's a section. Legalize weed, fix the roads. They're section all sneaky of about it. 75 yeah. that, uh, that rides as if they have laid rumble strips down. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Honestly, yeah. I ride a rumble strip. No, no, you're not. I'm in the middle yeah, lane. Yeah, you're fine. We're going to fix that in about 14 years. So. <laughs> Got that Let's one. see, well, that's 2018. Here. No, that's we pushed that back to 2023. <laughs> uh, Brandon, how are you, Brandon? I'm good. How are you guys doing this morning? We're doing okay, man. We're talking about this accident yesterday on 696. Yeah, that's uh, really unfortunate. Uh, me last week, same, I mean, not same thing, but uh, driving, hit a pothole, and almost instantaneously, my whole car went up in smoke and what? what happened was what had happened was i hit it so hard two of my hoses on my radiator busted loose and sprayed coolant all over my engine so my my whole engine everything just uh got soaked with coolant the whole thing went up oh it went up in yeah. flames it didn't go up in flames nothing caught fire but it, the whole thing just started to smoke and overheat mm. Mm. thanks brandon 
I think, um, Dave, you're the only one who had a car catch on fire on the show, right? Yeah. Yes, and it wasn't the roads. No, I know. Yeah, it was poorly maintained vehicle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just think that would be very alarming to oh, have your car yeah. catch When the smoke fire. comes through your vents where the, you know, the air conditioning's supposed to be coming out, you're like, that's odd. Yeah. Do you have a car catch on fire? I had a car yeah, catch on did. fire. Dave. My first day of college. I was like, did I get there early? They impress the professor. College. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. No, no. And they caught fire. So yeah. I'm like, so the the windshield wipers stopped and the radio faded away. Yeah. So you knew, you knew something like, was up. Oh, what's happening? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. But I, but that's I just going. That's the just internal stuff just melting. Melting, huh? right? Oh, my God. Melting. So then I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I stayed on the road. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I get that later. You had to get later. to college. I had to get to college from my first day, at least. Yeah. So I'm driving, I'm driving, oh and my. then smoke starts. It starts a little bit coming out. The, I thought it was like, you know how um, when air's really cold, you can you would see it all. Oh, yeah. Your vents, right? Yeah. But this, yeah. I was like, oh, it must be freezing. <laughs> and then I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that smell. And it just then, thick white smoke is billowing out of my vents. So I pull off. And I'm in the, in the middle of nowhere. I had to, well, I popped the hood. I'm like, fire! <laughs> so I grabbed my book bag out of there and tried to clear out the glove compartment. And uh, I ran up to this woman's house. And I'm, it's her screen's open, but it's locked. So she can hear me. I'm like, hello? My car's on fire! <laughs> I didn't have a cell phone then. No, no. no did, yeah. Hello? Hello? <laughs> And she's like all like nervous looking well, yeah. at me like I'm ready to kill her. So she yeah. just opened the screen like a little bit and threw her cordless phone at me. Yeah. And then closed it again. So yeah. I <laughs> called the fire department and just stood there and watched, and watched my car burn. And did you wow. make it to class? I can't remember. If yes, uh, I knew someone who was going that way. And I called <laughs> and they picked me up and I just left my car at this lady's house. Dude. <laughs> a shell of its former self. Horrible. That's the that was only my first car. Yeah. That was my first oh. car. I had it one day. Yeah. Literally, yeah. my dad gave it to me. It was Labor Day Monday. Yeah. He transigned it over to me Tuesday. It burned on fire. Burned to the ground. <laughs> the only other person I know that this happened to is my buddy Dan, who it, it happened to him on prom night. Picked oh. up this girl. He, he uh, got like a classic car from a friend. And That's this, dangerous always, right? A classic well, car. Well, the thing is, though, like but most of the time, they're, most of the time, the person has taken impeccable care yeah, of it. Still. You know, it's all good. Like it was a beautiful car. And then he was halfway there and it was raining. And then his car caught, the car caught on fire and he just was soaked. Yeah. And I still remember him walking in. I was like, oh my God, what happened to him? My first car, it, like there was like a little bit of an explosion under the hood, but no fire. Oh, the Cadillac, Cadillac's engine blew completely right off. Yeah, like my my thing, whatever it was, like boom, and then it like opened up a little bit. I was outside of the radio station I was working at. Oh, yeah, the top of my engine blew the, completely off at the Cadillac. I wish I had no a fire. That I wish it burned. Honestly, on our camera, I had like this. What was it called? It was like the cheesy, it was almost like a disc camera, whatever. A disc? Remember? It yeah, was... I remember, but you had that in college. Yeah. Well, that was... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I had it like in grade school. <laughs> that was all of the technology I could afford then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the disc was camera. What I don't even know what that is. There's a Kodak. Oh, yeah, I know. Disc. Oh, what was it called? <laughs> it yeah, had, like, I know. Discs for film. 
What? Kodak <laughs> disc cameras. Yeah. I've never even heard of these things. Was it the disposable or was it like a fancy one? No, it was like you could buy the disc. It was a camera. Yeah, I like, had that one. Yeah. What the hell are you guys the talking disc about? 4,000 or something? That's it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I had that. Oh, no way. What? <laughs> no <laughs> way. You might keep when you had it in college. The Kodak it's disc so 3500. <laughs> It's like a little disc. It says it was available from 1983 to 1985. <laughs> <laughs> My dad bought me that camera for Christmas yeah, when see, I was And in there's grade how the, you develop. They take the pictures on that little disc and you develop that. You take that disc and no develop. No way, dude. Honest to God, yeah. <laughs> Dave has always had camera technology that was a solid 20 years behind everyone else. <laughs> But college was way after that. That's what I mean. But remember when we were doing the show and Dave was taking the pictures? You know, oh, and he'd yeah. be like, oh, take yeah. a I'm going to take a picture oh, of my slippers is. right now. And he'd take a picture and all you can see was blur. Yeah. And it's like, everyone was like, did you take a picture of the grilled cheese sandwich? Oh, yeah. It was the Blackberry, right? Yeah. So anyway. There's I, the 4,000. Yeah. I didn't upgrade to the 4,000. I just had the 3,500. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> So yours was the gold one? The gold, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so my picture that I took on the Monday is me posing next to my first car. And I'm like, thumbs up. Like, uh-huh. I got a car, bitches. And then the next picture on the roll was my insurance pictures of the burnt out yeah. car. Oh. It was so sad. That is. It was literally like, disc, disc, click. Disc, new car. Click, disc. Oh, Dave's burnt out car. I have never, <laughs> seen, never seen this that? camera in my entire I'll have life. To look for f- and I have Christmas to imagine when I got it. even when you brought this disc to whoever you would have brought it to, they must have been like, <laughs> No, they knew. What the Hades oh, but is this? that far after. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, because that was like that was way in after. the 90s. Then yeah. they had to get it developed for insurance. Oh my God. <laughs> they would still that, develop that in the 90s? I, you, I, it came to a point where you had to mail it somewhere. Oh. Uh, you you so did you it that long that you had to mail it? You knew that you had to I mail it somewhere. Facility. This, this, camera, so this camera reminds me of the camera that my parents had up above. Like, my dad just would never get rid of it. And it had those, like, flashes that you yeah. had to like stick in the top yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and they were squares right and they would like explode <laughs> yeah and this is like old timey <laughs> yeah like the news guy holding yeah. the thing I remember those kind of like that it was you had to buy film for it and mm-hmm. then you had to buy flashes for it <laughs> and the flash would just connect to the top and I think he had four flashes on each square it would it would burst and then flip and burst then flip and burst. You know, now that you now that I'm breaking it down, what a tragedy my life was. Oh yeah. I was driving a ten year old Ford Tempo that caught fire yes. and I pulled out my Kodak Discman thirty five hundred <laughs> to document the proof of it. Yeah. I had no cell phone. No. I had to borrow an old lady's cordless phone. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. My book bag was all stinky and soot covered. Oh, I used to drive my mom's tempo, but it never caught fire back at the, probably around the same time. So, Lisa, it's your first day of college. <laughs> <laughs> Up strolls a guy who looks like he's been in a fire. <laughs> With his Discman 4,000 camera. Yeah, no, 3,500. 3,500 camera. <laughs> no chances. Yeah. No. 
It's great though that you had that camera that at that time. I I've got to so document funny. this with yeah. my coat. Where's my Kodak thirty five hundred? I've never seen that form of film. I have yeah. never in my wow, life guys. that disc thing. It was a little yeah. It was big, I think. Like, I think it was big. Two years. Just for a few years. Two years. Yeah. It wasn't very Yeah, eighty two to eighty five. I mean my dad was like did photo- <laughs> photography on the side as a yeah. hobby until he was into all the newest things. So he bought this for me, but it was fun at that time. Yeah. But in, in the 90s, I was, I don't know what, it I looks was way like moved the, on. The film on it looks like one of those like kids toys that you would be like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and like would, see the different pictures, yeah. you know, like it was in the. I forget what they're One of those called. little masks. You'd yeah, look like in the a, mask oh, right. and then you'd yeah, click yeah, on yeah. viewfinders. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's exactly. It's probably the technology it was. Man, first day of college. Mm. Just got the car. You're rocking a 3,500 Kodak. Here's the tragic, like, you know, I've mentioned my family did not come from money by any means. Um, I had to take the bus then. For the rest oh, of yeah. my that's college it. career. Oh my god! Oh, that's awful. Oh, yeah, my I just goodness. couldn't muster up enough money. Yeah, to get, yeah. and it took insurance forever to settle. I remember. Yeah. And by the time they settled, I had taken that trip to Ireland, where I rang up that massive credit card bill that I was unaware <laughs> <laughs> of. Yeah. So all the money from that settlement to buy just a car went right. pay off my Irish visa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bad life for young Dave. Oh, that's a rough start. It was. Man. I'm I'm having really horrible flashbacks. I can just see Dave now on the on the cliffs of Dover <laughs> with his 3500. <laughs> Disc man documenting his old trip. I'm like charging. So not only did I think it took so technology was so bad, it took forever to get back to North America to let them know that I had made a charge. Yeah. But then I wasn't even thinking of the exchange rate. Right. And every charge right. I made, they charge me an international oh, service no. fee. Oh yeah, Jesus, yeah. that adds no. up. Same thing kind of happened to my brother, where he sort of lost track like he thought he was he thought he was all good mm. you know and it turns out not so all good you yeah. know when yeah. we went over to Europe and it was like there is there's like a amount of time it takes for things to kind of rectify themselves uh-huh. now it's pretty instant yeah <laughs> yeah no, now they don't that would never happen um, something I bet Dave never thought he'd be a part of the number one morning show as he was watching his car burn up <laughs> <laughs> no, I never did. it was a real tragic day in my life I was so, you guys don't understand how excited I was to, like my dad surprised me the day before. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to have a car. I was making plans to take the bus. Yeah. And then he surprised me and like, ah, damn it. I'm not going to trade it in. You can have it. Uh, I'm like, oh my God. It's, it's a brand new 10 year old It's a 10 year old Ford Temple. So he's like, it needs a wee bit of work. But yeah. We'll work on that. It was exciting for a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> Literally 24 hours later, it is a shell of its former self. Oh my right. God. It At the ashes. side of the road. Did your disc 3500 have, was it the gold one then? Yeah, it was, it was the gold, gold one. one. It was yeah, the, gold. the silver one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you had the better. much nicer one. Mine was the, <laughs> I don't know if it was much nicer. Well, but. I was say even new, because she even, like, before we even saw anything, she was like, it was like the Super Disc 4000 or something like that. And that's what it ended up being. It was a 4000. She remembered the number. Yeah. And they Somewhere like, in her brain. 3500. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Dave, you couldn't have had that. That was only around from 1982 to 1985. <laughs> and then my dad's like, what did you do, R. David? <laughs> oh, you did. Dad, you. I dropped the car for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fault. Yeah. You burned the car, David. <laughs> 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 Jesus, worst first day ever. Oh, horrible. Horrible first day. And you had dreams of being like a news anchor. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Starting my now newsman you're, career. You're here. I'm sorry, yep. Dave. 
I'd love to see the recording device, Dave. You should carry around. Fade it out on the radio. I, I know. That's what like I've wondered. I don't know if we cannibals. talked about that before. Because we, we talked about the story, but I can't remember if you had what a song was that it? was playing. So that was You remember? It would have stuck out. Uh, it seems like one of those just, moments where it would have been like, and this was playing on the radio. Yeah. It was probably it was probably talk. It's probably talk. New, news talk. He was getting, he getting was informed. Yeah, getting prepared. Oh, this was one of the this could have been it. This is one of the top songs of that year. This could have no, this absolutely this could have been it. Stop it. First day of college. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Gonna be, gonna be awesome. Going to college. Gonna get laid every day. Whoa, man, that air conditioning that I didn't think worked is really blowing out cold air. What year was that? Ninety-three. And Dave would have been singing along, too. <laughs> what the deals? Come on, man. That's my jam. <laughs> yeah, it didn't Goddamn just... jam. I totally remember. It didn't just end. It went... Oh, like it fizzled like out. Like it faded away. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh. It was hitting the buttons. <laughs> What's going on? I almost set my dad's car on fire. Um, It was like... Probably 1981, and uh, he had this uh, the purple Monaco at the time, and I was just a moron. I was I was in there, and I used to when when my dad would leave me alone in the car. My favorite thing to do was start to play with that lighter. Oh, the mm. push in lighter. You'd push it in and pull it out, and it was like a thousand degrees, mm. and then you could like burn stuff. Yeah. Well, this one time I was just like, wow, <laughs> I want it to get as hot as possible, so I just put my foot on it. And held it in there. And held it in. Because it would pop out. Like, when it got so hot, it'd be like... Sometimes it'd shoot it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah so yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want it to pop out. I'm going to hold this thing until it's white hot. And then all of a sudden, smoke started billowing up from the dashboard and everything. I was like, Brewster's going to kill me! <laughs> I ripped it out of there. It was white hot. It yeah. was Everything was starting to melt. It was so hot. And uh, luckily, like, Breister never found out. I opened up the windows because I was, oh, I would have been a dead, dead child. You'd have messed up his cigarette later. And, oh, like, my God. Son, how am I supposed to trade it in now with no goddamn cigarette lighter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Uh, you know what? Is this is, I met one more memory I have to share because this is Dave Luck. I, thankfully, I think my Dave Luck is now it's over to Chuck. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But so Sorry. then I finally, years later, get uh, a car. I had started my first job in radio, and um, it was one of the old news cruisers. They were selling real cheap at the station. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, well, I'll buy that Pontiac the Grand, Grand, yeah, Prix. Grand Prix, right? Pontiac Grand Prix. Yeah, the Grand Prix. Ah, I remember it fondly. Pontiac Grand yep. Prix. I read that. Many of troubles as well. But so first day on the freeway with it, I'm like, ah. Oh, I got my own wheels again. <laughs> Freedom. I was smoking then. Yeah. So I'm like driving in the fast lane on the freeway, lit my first cigarette of joy, and then threw it out the window, went right back in the back window. <laughs> yep. And I'm like... <laughs> the wind from the window so fanning the flames. burning its way into the 
into the seat. I'm like, oh, no. I'm in the left lane, young, inexperienced driver. Yep. And I'm trying to get over four lanes so I can extinguish the flame. By the time I pull over, it has burnt its way all the way into the seat, and I can't get it. Oh, yeah. And I don't have any liquids. Oh, like, my God. And then I'm going to burn another car down. <laughs> so I just started, like, jumping on the seat and like, all my way to try to pat out the flames. Yep. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> so you had that Grand Prix for a while. Oh yeah. So then the Grand Prix hit a snag where um, the doors and trunk would just pop open. <laughs> 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 Remember that? Yes. And had major electrical issues. Dude, the door. It's like, dude, my trunk just came in the morning on the weekend or whatever, and he was like, dude, come outside. I'm like, why? He goes, watch. It's like my trunk will just open for no reason, and uh, we did. We w- just he was parked, the car was on, and all of a sudden, it's and the trunk went up. He's like, "I'm not hitting. There's nothing. There's no button being pressed." And it would happen when I was driving. Too. Yeah. It was horrible. Oh no, uh, Dave stuff goes flying out of the trunk. Oh my god. Couldn't oh, keep anything in there. No, no I could. I, the first time I came down, I, my trunk was open in my car. I'm like, I've been robbed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I realized just electrical issues. The trunk popped itself. Oh, mm. Do you have a V6 in there? Yeah, yeah, damn right. I nice. did. Ah, listen, nice. I liked, uh, I liked the Grand. I liked the Grand Prix. I did not like the electrical issues. Yeah. I think the problem oh, was... The other one was this, it had electric seats. It was like totally souped up for a news car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the seat would like slide forward <laughs> as I was driving. Oh, slide back. so dangerous. Dave's <laughs> 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 so tall. It'd be like you're... <laughs> it'd be like you're <laughs> trash compactor. Absolutely. <laughs> it kept sliding me forward and back. <laughs> it was the worst. We had major electrical issues in that well, car. Okay. Every day was an adventure. You don't buy a former news cruiser, okay? That is the first thing. No station vehicle should you ever buy. <laughs> Your car was like a mind torture device. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, I'll never forget. It's pushed so close against my steering wheel. Oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was trying to push it back, and then it would go all the way back. No. <laughs> you shouldn't have been driving that. No, I shouldn't. Uh, no, no. no but, but what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't What are you going to do? You're in radio. Can't You're afford barely to get scraping it Could, together. Couldn't afford anything. Oh. They've got Dave in a hotel. <laughs> That's right. They put me up in the World Force Hotel. That was a little trip down memory yeah. lane there. Dave and Chuck the Freak. I love these guys. They make funny with their mouths. 101 WRIF. The Riff. WRIF and WRIF HD1 Detroit. A Beasley Media Group station. Dave and Chuck, Chuck the Freak. WRIF Dave and Chuck the Freak What is the most American thing you've ever done? We want to know from you on the Riff Lines what it is right now. 248-544-WRIF 248-544-9743 And we're not trifling. (laughs) We never are though. We're not playing around here. No. We want real, true, authentic, badass American things. 
for example, we want it to be more American, if possible, than this listener, Abraham, who called us. Take a listen. Abraham, what is the most American thing you've ever done? Yes, sir, I'm about to win this American contest right now. All right, let's hear that. On the 4th of July, I went mud bogging and got a humdinger at the same time. Give me the screaming eagle. (laughs) (laughs) You got two. Mud bogging and calling a BJ humdinger. Uh, (laughs) Amazing. Now, that's a truly American thing. That really is. Mud bogging, humdinger. Fourth of July. Oh, it doesn't get any more. It's going to be tough to beat that, guys. How can you think of a better way to celebrate the country's independence? Mm-mm. No, I mean if the <laughs> yes, if the four. Listen, please, uh, no. <laughs> yes, may not but be everybody's cup their of tea. Own. May not be everybody's I think, cup of tea. I, I mean, the only thing I could think of that would make that more American is if he were holding sparklers. Oh, wow, yeah. getting blown. Wow. Mm. That is a sight. Sparkler in one hand, American flag in the other oh. hand. <laughs> I bet there were fireworks shooting out of his mud bogging truck <laughs> and all and flames and the American flag and a rebel flag and all sorts of stuff. Even Amazing. an eagle looking onward at it. So can you top Abraham? Have you been more American than him? What's the most American thing you've ever done? 248-544-9743. Toll free, 1-855-9743-101. Or text us, 4WRIF49743. A couple of texts to start it off. Most American thing? Got a BJ during the national anthem at a Tigers game. Wow. Everyone was standing. People around us didn't seem to care. Wow. Mm. That's that fairly... All I mean, you're taking a real risk. You're yeah. right. Because at the same time... people. Yeah. If you don't stand for I the national anthem, the does eagle. the BJ guy get a free pass because he's getting a BJ? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm hesitant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hesitant to play the Screaming Eagle for him. Mm, yeah. I, I think so. You're right. I mean, it can go either way. I mean, if I'm the one on the receiving end, I might think it's very American. But if, uh, if I'm watching, I'm like, you son of a bitch. Right. Exactly. Stand and, up and get blown. Exactly. If someone from WW2 was sitting beside you. Well, that's the question. If he had have stood up. Well, he might have been would standing that have changed? No, One you're at a was. baseball game. <laughs> yeah. Just you shouldn't get a beat there. in every way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this guy said, most American thing. Ate a whole Costco apple pie in one sitting. Oh my God, America! (laughs) (laughs) Those things are massive. Like they serve twenty at least. Yeah, really. Oh my God, a Costco apple pie. It's like at least two times the size of a normal apple pie. Okay, like you put your arms out like this. That's the size of it. And he ate. One the, the whole, whole in one si- one sitting. I just realized I had a, mer- a pretty American moment myself last night. Oh, really? Yeah. On the way back from a fireworks thing, after dodging seagulls, yeah, <laughs> that were attacking me and trying to take my elephant ears, we went through a drive-through. Uh huh. And it was the one she wanted. Yeah. So I got a cool dreamy treat. I got an ice cream thing. Yeah. Then went to my drive-through, ate it while I was waiting for the other food. I ate a McFlurry while I got my Arby's. <laughs> to the man who ate a McFlurry while waiting for his Arby's. We give him the Screaming Eagle. Yeah. After fireworks, though. After yeah, exactly. fireworks. After fireworks. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if it wasn't after fireworks, it might have not been so American. It's still kind of American. Yeah, it's just still about as American as it gets. <laughs> yeah, you're right. When you're eating a... That's freedom, Lisa. Yeah, that's, that's freedom. freedom. That's what freedom tastes like. Mm. <laughs> Sweet, cool, dreaming liberty. <laughs> and Followed me. by a delicious, meaty, saucy... <laughs> it was. Sandwich. I was like, ooh, dessert first. <laughs> you know why I dessert first? Because we can. Because, yeah, America. All right, so what's the most American thing you've ever done? Uh, fix it again. Tony is going to start us off on the Riff Lines. Tony. Hey, we're going to have to make this quick. I'm on the bridge to Canada right now. Uh-oh. Right. What the hell are you going to Canada? Yeah. I go here once a week. I just make fun of them. I turn around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we go. <laughs> Go. Go. All right. So uh, the most American thing, I was going to open up my own trucking company. So I bought four Jeep Wranglers. I took the engines out, and I welded them all together. And I had a 16-wheel Jeep Wrangler. (laughs) (laughs) We salute you and your 16 wheels. Before we had been limited by four wheels on a Jeep. No more. Now this Jeep has 16 mother-effing wheels. (laughs) (laughs) Says the guy on the bridge to Canada. He's just going over there and make fun of Canadians for a bit. (laughs) I go over there once a week just to make fun of them. And then I turn right around. (laughs) You're all way too polite. (laughs) Uh, Jake from Canton. Good morning. We're talking about the most American thing you've ever done. Morning. Morning. How's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? Uh, me and my family were uh, heading up north to go on vacation. We went on the lake, went fishing, and my buddy caught a walleye and took too long to get the fish, uh, the hook out of the mouth. So it ended up dying and floating around in the lake. And my sister looks up in the air and is like, is that a bald eagle? Sure enough, bald eagle comes swooping down, grabs that fish, goes up into a tree about 10 feet above us and just has the most amazing dinner of its whole life. We all look at each other like... <laughs> We just fed America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. We fed America. You let America eat. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. <laughs> you ever been close to seen a bald eagle real never close? Never seen no. a bald eagle. I would love to see at one. At zoos. I've never oh, seen yeah, one Oh, yeah, I guess I might have seen one in a cage. They're pretty cool at zoos, though. You're like, dad, damn. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see one in the <laughs> wild, like a majestic. Oh, yeah. A bit of America flying and swooping down and killing something. Secretly hope that they swoop down from the skies, pick me up, take me, and let me be their king. (laughs) (laughs) He's the king of the eagles. He fed America. The eagles Uh, don't have no king. (laughs) This one came in through a text. I played the star-spangled banner while engaged in a firefight in Iraq. Now that is... The ultimate. The ultimate. Give them everything. Give them it all. Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. Be true to yourself. True to your country. Be a real American. <laughs> That's a real American. Oh, right yeah. There. Thank you for your service, sir. Um, not Jim from Rochester. Good morning. You're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. Tell us about the most American thing you've ever done. Yeah, how's she going, eh? How's she, how's she going, going, eh? Hey, uh, it was years ago. I was selling Fords in Southfield. In the mid-80s, the height of the Asian invasion and all that crap, we got a hold of a buddy of mine, and I got a hold of a box of Buy American stickers. Yeah. And got drunk, 
went down to the Toyota dealership <laughs> at night oh, no. and yeah. slapped one on every Toyota we could. <laughs> it was the greatest night of my life. The greatest night of my life. <laughs> the greatest Yeah, yeah. yeah, buy American. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest night of my life. <laughs> the greatest night with this of my final life. buy American sticker. This will conclude the yeah. finest night I've ever lived. It's time to go home, boys. The fact <laughs> that he thought it was the greatest night of his life made it even more magical. Yeah, of course. Yes, 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 of, of course. Of course. <laughs> Julie from Tecumseh. Good morning. You're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. Gina's falls. Penis. What's the most American thing Julie's ever done? Engaged in coitus while watching the fireworks over Mount Rushmore. Holy crap. Pretty American. That's unbelievably American. (laughs) Um, So, was that your plan? Listen, I'm going to screw your balls off while we watch fireworks. Or, yeah, was it someone else's plan that you went along with? It was sort of a mutual decision, and everything just fell into place. It what's, was what's the feeling? Of, what's the feeling you have when you are screwing during fireworks over Mount Rushmore? Uh, well, it's very patriotic, and um, it's like revisiting the battle over Fort Sumner, I guess, with the bombs bursting in air. There you go. There you go. There you go. All Did right, you guys Julie. both maintain eye contact with the mountain faces? <laughs> the forefathers looked down on them and approved. <laughs> Continue, Saxon. Yeah. I was locked eye. I locked eyes with Thomas Jefferson, and I knew this was my country. He winked at me. I swear. I swear to God, he winked at me. <laughs> um, Zach, good morning. You're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. What's the most American thing you've ever done? Hey, CrossFit is. Uh, what was that, CrossFit, eh? Oh, CrossFit, eh? Oh, Canadian CrossFit. Hey, uh, yeah, we CrossFit, were up north one time. And, uh, my buddy was barbecuing some bratwurst on the grill. And he was on the patio, and a bald eagle came down and landed on the railing of the deck. And he reached across and fed it a bratwurst, and then it flew away. And I'm proud to be an American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. fed... When you can hand feed a bald eagle on the 4th of July, you do it. (laughs) Yeah, that was America just reminding you. I think you'd be a little bit freaked out if a bald eagle just landed beside you on the deck. I know you would be. Oh, I would. Of course I'd be. At first, but then it calms you with its bravery. Yeah, exactly. Well, then you're like, well, what a majestic creature. You deserve a bratwurst. Uh, Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. How are you? Chris, support, support, support command. command. Tell us about the most American thing Chris has ever done. Uh, matched with this girl on Tinder, but she lived in Windsor. So I convinced her to cross the bridge. Yep. She goes over. Things lead to another, and she was on the wilder side, so she had me tie her up. The only thing I had was an American flag belt. Did the deed, sent her back over to Canada. <laughs> you tied her up with an American flag belt. You banged her. For America, and then you sent her yeah, back to Canada. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. On behalf of America, I bang you. <laughs> You're going to take my full freedom flag. Yeah. I will plant my, my flag yeah. in your body. 
This one's take my American, American picker. A <laughs> full, American, full picker. American picker. <laughs> I was uh, thinking about him convincing her. It's funny. I convinced her to come over. Yeah. <laughs> it was come on over. T- it took some taking. Dan from Detroit. Good morning. How are you? Ripcord. Ripcord. What's the most American thing you've ever done? Uh, a couple years ago, I studied abroad in France for college, and about the third day there, got drunk at one of the local bars in town and started chanting USA with one of the other Americans and started a bar fight. In France. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No wonder they <laughs> Oh, yeah, French. <laughs> You'd all be speaking German. around the world. I swear to God, you eat any of your baguettes, Kurt Neil Diamond, I will lay waste to this place. <laughs> Start throwing my fist around. Sky on Twitter says, uh, I bought a 48-pack of Kirkland light beer from Costco yesterday. The most American thing I've ever done. I'll take a 48-pack of your light beer. 48. <laughs> not one dozen. Not two dozen. Not three dozen. Four dozen beer. 48 back. <laughs> I wish the, the eagle sound actually happened when you ordered beer. Like it just happened in the background? Yeah, or like you had like a button on your phone and you're just like... Wah! You just do it at all times. Oh, and this is my new thing. Put it in there. Josh, good morning. You're up with David Chuck the Freak. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Venus. Venus, most American thing you've ever done. All right. 2010, I was deployed to Afghanistan with the Marine Corps. Uh, one day... June 6th, everything went haywire. I ended up getting shot twice in the head. Somehow I survived. If you don't believe that, that's fine. No, it, why would we not believe you? Why would we not believe you? you would, yeah, you get everything. You were shot twice in the head, dude? Twice in the head. The, the, the first, first one uh, got stuck in the helmet. The second one hit the first one and pushed the first one in. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Dude. One day. Yeah, no, I'm sure. But you're all good. Oh, I'm good. You don't, you know, talk like a chicken or anything. Everything no, we can talk to him right yeah. now. Yeah, He's, you're right. Yeah, we're talking to Josh, him. Josh, thanks, man. Thanks for your service. No, no problem. Thanks. Yeah, it's not all good. No, I'm sure he's great. That's awesome. Jim from Mount Clemens is next with Dave and Chuck the Freak. What's the most American thing you've ever done, Jim? Hey, uh, I rode, I'm a city kid all my life, lived in Detroit. Rode in the Jeep Cherokee to Kentucky, took the Jeep up to the top of a mountain. There happened to be a bunch of hillbillies up there on four wheelers partying with shotguns on the four wheelers. So right. in Kentucky, you rode a Jeep Cherokee to the top of a mountain and partied with hillbillies and shotguns on four wheelers. Yep. Pretty damn American. America. 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 I found America. the mountain people up there. <laughs> and we partied. Um, this one here uh, went camping and didn't have an axe. So I use my AR-15 to cut down trees. Oh for a fire. my God! There America! You go. It took quite a while. <laughs> it is a sport gun. It is a gun of sport. He cut down trees with it. It's insane. It is a weapon of sport. It is. Violet is up here on the riff lines. Good morning, Violet. Good morning. Screaming eagle penis. Same to you. What to is you the too. most American thing you've ever done? Most American thing I've ever done is I helped save the life of a baby eagle, which involved borrowing a bicycle from a family that looked like they're from the hills have eyes. Uh, oh you saved goodness. the life of a baby eagle, though. 
Yeah, I was in the UP taking wildlife photos, and I heard, and it sounded like small bird over in the distance, and I see it was a baby eagle, and so at first I freak out because I think there's mother eagles going to kill me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I scan the sky. I don't see any other bird around. I knew there was a DNR station about two miles away, but I, I there was no way to make a phone call if there was no signal. Well, I knew there was a cabin not too far away. I went there, and the cabin looked like it was from the hills have eyes. Mm-hmm. Well, and then finally a guy comes around and like, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh, I said, there's a baby eagle over here. i got to get to DNR. He goes, you can use my bike. And so I rode the bike to the DNR station and feeling, still feeling fear for my life for the uh, Hills Have Eyes family. I asked the DNR if they could take the bike back to them. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Saved your life in a baby. Yeah, take my back and come on back now, here. <laughs> Go ahead. That's called borrowing. Yeah. Saving the life of a baby eagle. That's pretty damn American. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You give American life. Definitely. Oh, of course he did. This one lost my virginity on the 4th of July at a rodeo. Holy oh, crap. <laughs> That's crazy. Any kind of rodeo experience. Yep. That's pretty damn American, too. So what about you? Uh, you can join they us on the Riff no Lines. no rodeos anywhere else. Nope. Can you top any of these? What's the most American thing you've ever done? That's the question. 248-544-WRIF. Pat, good morning. Morning, Ripcord. 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 All right, so I was at the regatta. It's like this marina party, a uh, little over by Romulus. And they were supposed to have a fireworks display that night, but it was too wet and rainy or whatever. So with my beer in hand, I said, you guys want a grand finale? I got my 1998 Mustang. It was all rusted out, had holes through the floorboards, locked my wheel all the way to the left. My buddy was sitting in the passenger seat. I handed him a, uh, an inch and a half mortars. We're lighting fireworks. Throwing him out the window of the car, doing donuts in the parking lot. Yeah! Here's your fireworks display. Hang on to your hats. Feast your eyes on independence. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the Brits couldn't beat. Um, this one, this wow, this one's crazy. So play, yeah, follow along here, okay? Okay, all right. I stone cold Steve Austin two beers. Okay. Slid down a mud hill into a pile of women jello wrestlers wrestlers. I stood up, lit two sparklers, and then ran through red, white, and blue balloons and was shot out of a cannon into an American flag. <laughs> America! Oh my god! That's everything. Yep. And then he promptly took a nap, because that sounds exhausting. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, exhausting. of course. That's what I do every morning. <laughs> so I get here. Is that how you get out of bed? You shot out of a cannon down the hallway. Slide down a hill with sparklers. <laughs> into a jello wrestling ring, into a cannon, onto American. Uh, let's go to Jackson. Jackson's been waiting here on the Rip Lines. Good morning. America. Good morning. So tell us about the most American thing you've ever done. Well, uh, the end of my senior year of high school, I was uh, going to the Marines, and my family decided to take a family trip up to Yosemite. And so when I went there, I met this girl, hung out with her for the day, told her where I was going, everything like that. She was like, oh, that's cool, thank you. Wound up losing my virginity that day up on the mountains. Wow. I so you, in Yosemite, you lost your virginity right before you went to the Marines. Yes, sir. That is, you know, the thing is, it was her that did the most she's American She's really, she's, I mean, she's the hero. All, yeah, you she's are a real American well. hero. Yeah. Well, she took your virginity from you right before you left the country for your I mean, service. That's what all ladies are supposed to do. Yeah. We all know that. Make him prove it, though, first. Woman. Make him prove it. Because through American. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Patriot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> morning. What's the most American thing you've ever done? 
So about a month ago, me and my buddy are up bass fishing up in Lake Huron, drinking Budweiser's. And then all of a sudden, the song I Love NASCAR comes on the radio, and we happen to see a bald eagle flying behind an American flag on a point. As you were fishing, drinking Bud, listening to I Love NASCAR. Yes, sir. You're a real American, sir. Feeling it, Andy. Look at you. You got your feeling in face on. Good. You can't help but feel it. This is Liberty vibrating all over you. Phil from Heartland, good morning. Ripcord? Ripcord, what's the most American thing Phil's ever done? Uh, So, senior year of high school, right after that summer, 4th of July, my buddy jumps on top of his boat. Police come riding on by. So he grabs his junk, throws up a middle finger, and yells, F the police. Mm. Uh, he, he ended up getting arrested. <laughs> of course he did. On the 4th of July, yeah. cops circling a boat, he grabs his dog, flips the bird, and says, F the police. Of course he gets arrested. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if that's American I, or dumb. I'm not dumb. I'm leaning dumb. more towards dumb. Yeah, Very real dumb. dumb. Super dumb. The cop showed him the American justice. This one, yeah, exactly. you guys, this one seems hard to believe. If this is legit, this is incredible. Was on the White House tour. Girlfriend and I snuck off to the bathroom. I got a Billy Joel in the White House bathroom. Mm. If you get blown in the White House and you're not Bill Clinton, holy hell, that's amazing. That's a triumph. I don't know how it happens. Maybe I've never been on before. the tour. Security was insane. I feel like they don't let you wander anywhere if you're on one of those tours. You wouldn't think so. Now, yeah. maybe a while ago, it wasn't quite as tight. I don't know. Uh-huh. Stuff was always pretty locked down in yeah. the old White House. They kind of care about that place a lot. Yeah. Miranda. Hi, Miranda. Good morning. You're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. Hi, guys. So what's the most American thing you've uh- done? Um, I was actually born on the 4th of July. Yeah? Just like the John Fogarty yep. song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from your first breath, you've been All-American. Yeah. Yep, from my very first breath. All those fireworks are for me. You were born with no silver spoon in hand! <laughs> oh! Yeah. Some folks are born. Raise <laughs> raise the flag. Ooh, that weird, weird red, white, and blue, baby. Ooh. Mm. It ain't me. <laughs> it ain't me. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a really good song. Uh, Dwayne, good morning. Uh, it's an anti-war song. How are you? Oh, yeah. We're doing okay, man. We're talking about the most American thing you've ever done. Well, I don't know. You got some pretty good ones, but I'll give it a try. Long time ago, right out of basic training, I met up with this girl we all called Private Benjamin, uh-huh. and we got caught bumping uglies behind the PX on an Air Force base and both in uniform. And it was right around July 4th. So I, I actually got in trouble for that one. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. who cares? Congratulations. That's America got in American. trouble when they tried to tell the English they didn't want to pay their taxes anymore. That's right. How about this one? They've been paying our taxes ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Tattooed an American flag on my dong. Mm. You want the freedom, Pecker? <laughs> uh, there's only room for one of the stars. Don't you? <laughs> Why don't you suck on some freedom? <laughs> no, that's a freedom That's stick. the best line ever! <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, suck on 
I'm freedom, bitch. <laughs> You're about to get shot with freedom. Ever wondered what freedom tastes like? You're about to find out. You're going to get some freedom in your eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get a towel and wipe that freedom off you. <laughs> I got freedom on I'm about to freedom! <laughs> freedom! <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. Oh. Mm. Replace mm. finale mm. with freedom. Man, that was a lot of freedom. <laughs> I freed him twice that night. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Oh. I'm freedoming! Prepare for some freedom. <laughs> Say, ah. Oh. <laughs> Freedom's a brewin. <laughs> ah, Mike. Mm. Hey, Michael. It's a ballsy thing to do, though. Put sure it on is. there. Hey, yeah, got me? Yeah, we got you. What's the <laughs> most American thing you've done? Hey, okay, this was back in 2011. I was uh, riding my Harley down Woodward Avenue, and I had my girlfriend riding in front of me at the time, and uh, I was banging her going down the road, and I had, I had the American flag uh, flying in the back of my bike, Blair and Bob Seger going down the road. You were yeah. banging a girl on a bike? Listening to Bob Seger. That seems impossible. It does. Doesn't How that could seem you impossible? Have backdoor There's relations no way. on a motorcycle. I think you could. Calling yeah, BS. She's, she's got a. Yeah, she's, she's in, front in front of you. Is she no in front way. of you? Just, I remember. remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lisa, I think it's possible. Why do you think it's possible? Because I can. She just. Oh, just trying to. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it'd be possible. Yeah. My little guy can get in anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) You may be shocked. (laughs) He doesn't need a lot of room to move. With enough lube, anything's possible. This is America. Yeah. You don't know what butthole you're dealing with as well, Lise. She remains skeptical. Yeah, for sure. That is not possible. Woodward Avenue, motorcycle, Bob Seger, American flag. Got your love. Wow. Harley Davidson, butt sex, Bob Seger. That's a good commercial. Yeah. Hey, look, a Clydesdale just ran by. An A2 and two Bs. America. Yep. Bob Seger, butt sex. Pledge allegiance. <laughs> yeah. Forefathers right. didn't oh. think of that one. They sure didn't. They would have. Oh. Four butts in seven years ago. Uh, let's go on to the next call here. What's the most American thing you've ever done? Uh, you can join us here, uh, like John, who's calling us from Indiana. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, morning, guys. So what morning. is it for you? Uh, my parents named my sister America. <laughs> no way! Holy Christ. <laughs> you have a sister named America? Yep, and uh, we have another. I have another sister whose name is uh, Reagan after President Reagan. Wow, that is an all-American family. Yes, it is. So, what about you, John? Uh, me. My sister's name's America. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you're just you're just John. John. Yeah, probably named after John Adams though. John Adams. I wonder if it was like an American. I think they would have told him that. 
This is America, and this is John. Turns out my dad's name is John. <laughs> Named after my dad. This is my sister, George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> is America here? Yeah. America She's is She's right here. over there. Yeah. America. Get America. down on your knees, America. <laughs> oh, that's his sister. Wow. Oh. Wow. America don't get down on her I'm gonna, knees I'm about for to put it in America's mouth. It's a good thing that he didn't have another sister named Bush. Oh, yeah. You know, Reagan, America, Bush. Bush. Oh, yeah. Bush would have been, that would have been a bad name. You don't want to be a girl named Bush. No, you can't be a girl named Bush. Hey, who's your sister? That's Bush. My sister, Bush. <laughs> big Bush. <laughs> big old Bush. Oh, yeah. That's big You're old Bush over there. Bush. You know hey, what's be up, big. I'm Bush. Because <laughs> you met my slutty sister, America. Yeah, America's like a hot cheerleader. <laughs> She's a whore. Bush is a big, fat. I just tell you, it's hard. I mean, fellas, we got a sister like America. She's always stealing my thunder. I'm just Bush. Bush, uh, hey, hey, Bush, I heard you won the state fair for the fried food eating contest. That's goddamn right I did. I sat down and ate every kind of fried thing you can imagine. Twinkies, Snickers bars. No. They weren't ready for me. But nobody cared because America won the beauty pageant. All, you didn't You didn't get in there, Bush? No. No, they didn't care about old Bush. They, they never did. Oh, yeah. Not with America. Slutting it up. Yeah. She's in just an American bikini top. Just always. That's all she wears. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think she has a job. Doesn't need a job. So going to try at the fair next year. Eat that. Eat those pies. Give <laughs> <laughs> that goddamn pie eating Making it. Then we'll remember Bush. <laughs> Good show today, Big Bush. Thanks. Oh, you're being mean and facetious. Just like always. Oh, poor Bush. Everybody Big sweet Bush. to America. <laughs> Bush yeah. got it rough. <laughs> America's America's got the whole football team. Yeah, she is. She's just a whore. Everybody, nobody wants to talk about it. <laughs> poor, poor Bush. Poor Bush. Dave. Oh, you want a rim job? I give you a rim job. Shut the feet. You know oh, what? I this. actually want a big old dick. Lisa Way. All they try and do is plug the butthole. Shut the feet on the whiff. WRIF and WRIF HD1 Detroit, a Beasley Media Group station. Dave and Chuck the Freak. One hundred and one WRIF. Dave and Chuck the Freak. about cheating of course on the show through the years but the the one thing i don't think we ever discussed is what almost made you cheat you know what took yeah. you up to that line you were ready to be a dirty bird mm-hmm. but you went <laughs> no i can't yeah what almost made you cheat some of the offers james has made me mm-hmm. really Pretty almost <laughs> real. took me right to took the edge right to the edge but you but. said mm. You'd be surprised what that man's willing to do for a Dairy Queen blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> so, true. No I, no, so true. So true. I can't. Mm, I can't I'll take a small for that. <laughs> uh, apparently, cheating is so prevalent. We need studies to show why people don't cheat, though. Rutgers University come up with a theory as to why people don't cheat on their partners. 
when you're happy and in a relationship, subconsciously you find the people that are a threat to your relationship as less attractive. So if you're happy, right. So like, if the, there's, a, there's hot a hot chick, chick with like, a great uh, rack, uh, you're like, oh uh, god, she's ugly. Hate mm. hot chicks with big racks. Uh, uh, your beautiful body's grossing me out. Yeah, <laughs> get those fantastic tits out of here, you dirty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you said that, uh, Dan? So many, so many, so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love so to say that just once. Get those fantastic tits out of here, you dirty bitch. <laughs> just uh, loved them once they in my would, life. Yeah, they so wouldn't much. be ready for it. That's no, for sure. No one's ready compliment. for that. Isn't that a compliment? Oh. Um, take out no. the dirty bitch part. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's in yeah. Ireland. In Ireland, everyone's a dirty bitch. Oh, it's, okay. it's not bad, oh, right? Really? Yeah. It's okay. not bad. Oh, you eat dirty yeah. bitch. Here, yeah. not so much. Yeah, yeah here no. it's not. It's not as flattering. But in no. Ireland, you call everyone a dirty bitch. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, you dirty bitch. <laughs> yeah. um, how did they find this out, though? They told college kids they'd be getting a lab partner of the opposite sex of their choosing. They showed 11 pictures of potential lab partners. One of the images was an unedited picture. Five were tweaked to make their partner attractive. The other five to make the partner look less attractive. Ugly. People in relationships picked the uglier picture of their lab partner, even though it was the same person. Hmm. They think this could be... The reasoning is, if you're happy with your significant other, you compare everyone to them, and then they become less attractive. Hmm. That's weird. People don't end up cheating if they're happy. But So you were in a situation where you almost cheated. It could have went down. You know you could have had it, but you said no. What made you almost cheat. Ladies, we got to hear from you, too, because we know you've been in this situation. 248-544-WRIF. Dirty bitches. You dirty bitches, light up the phones. 248-544-9743. Toll free, 1-855-9743-101. Or text us, 4WRIF, 49743. You can be anonymous, and you can ask for voice-changing technology if you really need it. Brent is going to start us off here. Hey, Brent, how are you? Good morning. How are you? Doing okay, man. What almost made you cheat? Well, I've been married about six years, and I went to a concert, and this really hot girl wearing leather pants came up to me and said she needed to sit on my shoulders to find her sister. So I let her sit on my shoulders. She found apparently her sister. They came over, started making out in front of me, and then asked me to go back and party with them. So I showed her my wedding ring, and I said, no, I got to go. And she said, well, that doesn't matter. You can still come with us. So I turned to my friend and I said, we need to leave now. <laughs> yeah, you made the no! right call. <laughs> what? What's the big deal? It's just a fun party. Are you still married to the same lady? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 23 years later, hindsight tells me I probably should have done it. Oh, marriage. Oh, marriage. The secret. Yeah. All right, Brett. So beautiful, man. Lovely. I thought it was going to be a tale of no. I'd never. Twenty three years later, I still never. Oh, no, I don't no. think so. Twenty years later, I wish I had it. Yeah. Yeah. Those dirty bitches. Uh, let's go yeah. to uh, Karsten from Brownstown. I remember those. Hey, guys, how's it going? You're doing okay, man. We're wondering what almost made you cheat. So I liked this girl in high school for a really long time, and one day we ended up making out, and it never really ended up uh, coming out to be anything really, and started dating this other girl. And as soon as I started dating this other chick, this other girl texted me, it's like, hey, you know what? What would have happened, you know, if that one, one night we went a little bit further? You know, we could still do that right now. And I was like, oh, snap. But um, 
she uh, ended up my my new girlfriend ended up being a bitch and wasting two years of my life. So I should have done it like that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Happens that way. I think that's that's probably <laughs> no, the there's majority. Gotta be tales of I'm no, so glad I didn't do it. No, there's is there be, a no, tale like there's that? Got no, to you be. think? No, yes, no, 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 no. I don't. Yes, yes, no. there are. I don't <laughs> think so. Out hope. No, I have we'll, faith. we'll see if one comes. All out. you have to do know. is wait long enough, and it'll always go to I should have done it. Maybe not that year, maybe not in the next two years, Eventually. but four years, you should have done it. Mm. Eventually, you should have done it. So my advice is, do it. No. <laughs> Chuck, well, I'm just saying, eventually you'd be like, you know what, yep, Michelle. I made the right call. Hi, Michelle, good morning. How are that you? That was dumb. Good morning, how are you? We're good. We want to know what almost made you cheat. Okay, my husband and I have been married for 25 years, and recently, last summer, I found that he was spending time with another female. Oh, my. Right. Um, He did admit that he spent time with her. He did admit that he loaned her money, Mm. but he does not admit that he slept with her or had any sexual contact. Mm, Okay. Just handing out cash. I don't don't believe that. I don't believe that either. You should I almost did to get back at him. It was a revenge thing, but I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. So, how close did you get? Um, not close. I I did think about it, but you know, after 25 years, I thought, well, it is what it is. Did you touch the other guy's wiener? <laughs> you know, I didn't. No, 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 <laughs> didn't. no. Okay, so. no, like because it, it's different for chicks. You know what I mean? Like. They literally can just decide in 13 seconds they're going to do it, and they can make it happen. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, a guy can decide, but then it could be years of, like, just... (laughs) You got to do some work. You know what I mean? Like, it could be years before anyone even looks at you. I'm looking to cheat on her front porch, (laughs) and then there's, like, just a dick brigade. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anonymous. Hi, Anonymous. Good morning. Hey, how's she going, eh? How's, how's she, she going, going, eh? What almost made you cheat? So, uh, I had a uh, best friend a couple years ago. I was uh, pretty naive. Didn't know she wanted me. One night, uh, you know, we're hanging out. She says uh, she wants me. I don't believe her. So I call her on her bluff. Next thing you know, uh, I got her naked in my bed. <laughs> and uh, I almost, you know, I almost did her, but... Uh, couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, you couldn't do it. She was that's naked in her bed. That's that's Ooh. wow. That's I, I feel like you're all, turn that off. No, but listen, I feel mm. like you're already in trouble. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, no. if you've got I, uh, someone naked in your bed, yeah, yeah, that's not a like a free pass. You don't. Oh. No, you can't be like you know what. It's nuts, but that chick that I thought was my friend, I got her totally naked in my bed last night, but I didn't do anything. I mean, you're doomed anyway if that comes out. Did your girl find out? Yeah, it took uh, took a while, but yeah, it all came around and bite me in the butt. Uh, oh, yeah. Did it end things for you? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, no, not not in the long run, it didn't. Some Something else did. Not along those lines, but oh, okay. Okay. I mean, it definitely, uh, you know, didn't work out uh, too well for me. Yeah. Did you uh, ever get to bang the best friend? I wish. Oh, oh so you lost no. that on both. My God. Damn, oh, you know, someone call in with bad. a tale that actually oh, worked out. No. no, Dave, they don't exist. They have to. They don't. 
They don't exist. Everyone so far, I think, has wished, well, that one woman. Mm. She's happy she didn't. Oh, yeah. she's happy she didn't, but, but she, she sounds miserable. That guy did. And, you know, I had more reaction on that call to the money thing than I did the sex thing. I'm like, Isn't that funny? I always do. I have that, like, you gave her money. Oh, like, yeah. You can have sex with her, but don't give her money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, you, I don't want that your... That is a weird way to think, but I well, see, I understand. You know, like the chick's like, I don't want your dick either, so, but I'll, <laughs> that money is half mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, imagine if you found it. out your wife was giving another dude money. Oh, I just strangled the. Well, I won't say that. Well, yeah, but <laughs> come on. That's I think a huge anyone betrayal. would be furious. That's yeah. huge. Um, this one, uh, someone's paying someone else's like mortgage. I'm woman. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman. She says, "I'm it. woman. I'm woman." <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a woman. I'm woman. <laughs> okay. At the time, was single. Had a married man that stripped down nude in front of me. Mm. Begging me to sleep with him, please. I said absolutely not. His wife was pregnant with their second child. Mm-hmm. I never really gave him any indication I was interested in sleeping with him either. Although I was really tempted, she says he was hot and well equipped. Oh wow, prick! <laughs> that's the dude. Just like all right. Well, that's let's a, go. That's, well, I mean, you got to be well equipped to just strip yeah, nude that's not, before. It's not how I break your walls down. <laughs> <laughs> I take all my clothes off. <laughs> Get a gander at this. <laughs> what almost made you cheat, Kim, from White Lake? What happened? Well, I was working as a cocktail waitress, and um, well, I was happily married at the time. And uh, this one guy that uh, I was working with wanted to take me home, and I just had to say no. And 25 years later, uh, my husband passed away, and I'm glad I never did. See, there you go, and that's a story where it all worked out. She's happy she didn't do it. That's a woman calling. I don't know if we'll get it from a man. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, that's good. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, sorry, I mean, he's dead and all, but yeah, yeah I mean, that work. sucks and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I think women will be, you know, you'll get those happy. I'm so glad I did. Well, I, I'm glad too, I'm though, that forever. you didn't choose like some, you know, guy working at the bar to yeah. blow it all with. Yeah, yeah, but, the dudes are all regretful. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. Well, because life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this one had been in a relationship for two years, had thoughts that she was cheating in me, ran into an old coworker of mine at the mall. She offered up her new implants for me to play with. <laughs> I'm faithful, so I didn't do it. It's my one big regret looking back. Mm. Another regret. Mm-hmm. Are you allowed to just imagine? play with implants and yeah. not be in trouble? No. No, you're not. Oh, no. No, you're not. No, but I mean, you're just... You know, whacking no. them around a bit, or that's like you, giving you, them a, once like, over. You saying to Lisa, "Hey, play with my balls," and then it's not cheating. Well, what if I got brand new balls? Yeah, you still can't. You know, what if you got brand new balls that you were like, you can't believe these balls? Look at these balls, they're yeah. amazing. Yeah, I mean, because there are girls that get boob jobs and then they want to show everybody. But I don't know what women, the deal is. They don't do that to guys. Oh, they do and it as to a guys. Man, you can't feel another woman's. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But I mean. You know. She was trying to seduce him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, Lisa, she was trying to seduce him. <laughs> Using the language. Don't you seduce me with your new breasts, you dirty bitch. <laughs> Get Are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Z here. Z, good morning. You're on with David Chuck the Freak. What almost made you cheat? Well, had a... Uh... It was at work. I had a girl who had been flirting with me. 
set a motel keys over, and I'm going to be there at 2 this afternoon. Z, we're losing oh, your line here. So you had a girl drop off a key to her hotel room. Is that right? Motel. Well, she, yeah, she dropped off a key to the hotel room. And did you do it? No. Are no. you? Do you regret it? Not at all. Oh, okay. You still with the same woman? Forty years. How many? Thirty. Thirty, 30 40. years. Forty years. Forty years. Forty yeah. years of the same girl. Forty years. Bam. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Forty years. Wow. That is <laughs> Even though she tried to seduce you, that harlot. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, 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 he's got a 40-year-old cell phone, too. Yeah, I don't even think that was a cell phone. <laughs> he's Those calling are... from a car phone. Yeah. <laughs> Rotary phone. Uh, okay, Kyle's next here. Kyle, 40 years, no thanks. What mm. almost made you cheat? I'll be dead before that. Hi, Kyle. How's she going, eh? How's she going, going eh? So I was, uh, this is back in high school. I was, I had just gotten together with a girl um, about three months prior to this happening. But anyway, uh... I was hanging out with a buddy, staying over at his house for the night, and uh, he had a really hot sister. She was, like, in her early 20s and whatnot, so we end up uh, going into her room, my buddy and I, uh, into her room and watching 40-year-old virgins together. She was getting slammed. She was drinking martinis and stuff like that. I was I was kind of freaking out because she was starting to ask me weird questions like, let me see your body and this and that. And I was oh. pretty, in pretty good shape back then. Yeah. And uh, my buddy, he just takes off in the middle of the movie. So I'm laying there in the bed with her all pent up, you know, as she's kind of like making advances towards me. And I uh, get through with the movie. Nothing happened. But I go down the stairs uh, to where my buddy was. He'd already went to bed. And I was like, hey, man, I think your sister wants to do me. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty apparent. I'm like, what? You're just acting really nonchalant about it. And he says, yeah, well, I'm over it. Go ahead, have fun. And so I just, I said, no, I, I can't do this. So I tried to go to bed, and I just laid there, like, vibrating because I was pent up all night and aggravated. But long story short, I end up with uh, the girl that I, I was with. I stayed with her. We've been married now for three years, and we have a kid together. So, so no I regrets. Do not regret my there you go. Yeah, There's there a guy go. who doesn't regret it. See, three I, years. I knew we'd find Just hang on tight. Yeah, call <laughs> us in Call us years? in like, two more years. Two more years. Let that kid get to be around three years old. Let me know how stuff is. Stop it now. How's that charming life of yours? Um, let's go to Anonymous here. Good morning. You're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. What almost made you cheat? Good morning. Good morning. Um, I was kind of going through a rough patch with my boyfriend at the time. We decided to kind of take a break. I was staying with my mom. He was staying in our apartment. And I ended up texting my ex, the one who got away. Uh, we had a great relationship, but when I turned 18, you know, I was uh, kind of feeling, I guess, caught up. So I ended things with him and uh, ended up texting him when I was with my boyfriend. And then we set up a date. And then that morning, my current boyfriend called me and he's like, hey, let's hang out. Let's spend the day together. So I hung out with him and planned to leave before my date. And we ended up just staying together the whole night and things got better between us. So catch up on that chance. But no regrets. No regrets. Actually, yeah. now two years later, we're finally engaged, and we have a little four-month-old daughter, and she's amazing. So no regrets whatsoever. There you go. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for calling, and you have a good day. Uh, this one here, in a relationship, my buddy knew this really hot girl with huge boobs and butt, but a tiny waist, that liked me. He took us on a drive. We had to uh, sit in the back seat. She just randomly started taking her shirt off because she was getting hot. So hot in here. Right down to her bra. Wow. 
like a moron, I said, no, I love my girlfriend, who I'm no longer with. (laughs) (laughs) Kick myself every day. I don't know if we'll find women that regret it. Man, I'm telling you, I mean, I, I just, I just remember it to this day going to, going to Mexico. My one buddy who was just turning down chicks left and right, left and right. No, 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 no. I've got a girlfriend. And he came home and she was, you know, 12 inches deep into some other guy oh, or whatever. God. And mm. oh. you, know, can't must haunt you can't be that person. You can't be that person. That there's, would haunt you, wouldn't it? Yeah, it oh. would haunt you, but there's nothing you can... You're still the better person at the end of the day. Mm. I mean, you didn't get enough tail, but you're still the better yeah. person. Yeah. Um, this one here... I have some on the table there. <laughs> I was married, had a hot lesbian best friend. I'm a guy. He's okay. One day, we're having lunch at her house. She says, take me to the bedroom. Home. Do anything you want to me. Wow, you lesbian. Mm. Dirty bitch. Uh, he said, I said no, and left. A month later... My wife cheated on me. Oh. But I went back and collected on her offer. Oh. I've been in a relationship with the now former lesbian for over a year. Mm. You, wow, you got her back, huh? He got oh back. God, he brought her back. Dangerous, though. Dangerous game territory. That's, that's, <laughs> it is. The oh most gosh. dangerous it's game. It's a gamble. Yeah. <laughs> she could go back. Of oh, course. Yeah. Being seduced by a lesbian is pretty easy, but they could well, turn on you I again. Think, mm. I feel like... It, Normally, it would just be like the lesbian just wants to try a dick on for size, mm. you know, and so then the guy does it or whatever, but it never becomes a relationship after right. that. That's too much like chasing Amy or something. Daryl from Detroit, what almost made you cheat? Um, I was at an anime convention a couple of years ago in East Lansing, and a stunning Asian woman had given me the offer to go back to her hotel room with, uh, with me, well, with her. And I turned it down because I was in a relationship at the time, but I am regretting it now because a year later, girlfriend at the time cheated on me and got pregnant. So oh, no oh the worst. The mm. worst. You turned down the stunning Asian. Yeah, movie. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that an anime convention. Uh, yeah. So, I think a stunning oh, Asian anime, anime, anime convention. She'd That's be awesome. Oh, my God. She's up to <laughs> tentacles and everything. Oh, well, who cares? Oh, yeah. Whatever. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> so no, he regrets it. You know, because that's one of those things where, like, a, probably, like, the nerd girl is all dressed in that nerd... I mean, trust me, nerds that go to an anime convention, they want the Asian girl who's dressed like an Asian character. Mm-hmm. So that guy's probably really kicking himself. Yep. This one... uh Hot man walking around butt naked with a bouncing, proud, hard, huge penis with a smile on his face. What? Wait. Was so tempted, she says, it was practically calling my name. Almost a year later, though, I didn't do it, but shit, almost a year later saw him. I was single now, and I took care of him. Hmm. Mm. What was he nude for? He was trying to get her. This is what guys do. This is what guys do. We'll just get nude and And say, come on. Bounce around. Woo! (laughs) I don't do that. (laughs) Never done that. No. What you call a smooth talker. Mm. I plan to never hop around. (laughs) This thing flipping. (laughs) Flopping. Keep that to a minimum. Okay, here's an anonymous. The question for you is the same as everyone else. What almost made you cheat, anonymous? I don't. Crossfit. Crossfit. 
All right, so this is what happened. Uh, several years ago, I was working at a retailer. I'm not going to disclose who it was, but anyway, over the course of a couple months, uh, there was this pretty attractive, pretty hot you know, co-worker that was hinting the fact that she was into me. And uh, you know, we became friends and everything, and uh, you know, one day the offer came to uh, you know, go back to her place and hang out. And I was thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, you know, it sounds good, you know, for something was telling me to, you know, to say no, I, I kind of declined and, you know, kind of like, you know, broke it off. And, and uh, that night, you know, at home, I was heading home on Telegraph, and uh, this crazy woman decided to run in the back of my car. And I'm like, son of a pup, you know? And uh, needless to say, you know, if I had uh, went home with that, uh, with that co-worker that night, I never would have met my wife that I'm uh, happily married to for the past five years. Oh, the son of the pup is your wife? Yeah, she, yeah, we, yeah, we're happily married and everything is awesome and we have two kids now. Hmm. Yeah, wow, that's, uh, yeah, that's weird. It's fate throwing yeah, something at you. That there. is weird. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, man. Was, uh, it was something. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. So it hmm. wasn't really cheating. Hmm. No, because but he wasn't it was, in a relationship, uh, but if he hadn't done it, he wouldn't have met the woman yeah. he's with now. Hmm. Um, Anonymous, you're up next here. What almost made you cheat? Uh, hello, am I on? Yes, you are. Uh, first time caller, long time listener, uh, penis and balls. Balls. Penis. Penis. So, uh, currently I'm in a relationship that's been about two, maybe three years. And, uh, one time my, uh, other friend, who's, uh, fairly attractive, and uh, invited me to go to a party with them. And so, uh, I went, and, uh, I could tell that she kind of liked me because uh, she would kind of hug me at the party. And at uh, one point, she even was uh, shotgunning with her friend, like, where she'd uh, take a smoke and then blow it into her friend's mouth and stuff like that. And her friend was a girl. So, uh, and she, it was pretty tempting because uh, all of that. But I yes. I'm not mistaken, I'm still with my current girlfriend. Mm. Well, she will learn she's to She's a lucky lady. No, yeah. she will, he will learn to regret that to the day he dies. Natural storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> I almost put the 30 seconds or less. <laughs> George uh, uh, Martin. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tune in. HBO's. Someone said I made, slutty. I made lesbians sound like stray dogs. They could turn on you. They, <laughs> <laughs> they can turn. Oh, they well. can turn oh, on they you. Can't. She I expect she turned. them. Yeah, mm. no, I expect them to turn on you. I'm sorry, you cannot invest in a chick who's. You can't beat them. You just can't. Stefan, no. how you doing, Stefan? I'm doing great. What almost made you cheat? Well, I had a uh, mutual friend. Uh, we both liked each other, but could never be in a relationship because we always were with someone else at the time. And he was not in a relationship I was. We were at a party, and we were both drunk, and we were the only people awake. Uh, and we were, you know, sitting pretty close on a couch. And uh, I don't know, you, you know, you get the whole chemical feeling, but I uh, didn't go through with it, and uh, I'm very happy about it. Yeah, you're, it's a positive thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm with uh, now my wife for 13 years, and... Mm. Two kids and yeah, I'll never will regret it. Never, never <laughs> says Stefan. Never, mark his never words. Never such a long time. Yeah, it's a very long time. mark his words. Uh, I'm this marking one, them. I got it written right it's a here. Different one. I want him to call me in ten years. <laughs> this guy says uh, I was in a relationship for a few months. Uh huh. One of my big fantasies is trans girls. Oh. One of my good friends who's That's a, a boy who's a T girl just broke up and wanted me to come over and do her. On my way to her house, I stopped myself because I couldn't bring myself to cheat. Then my girlfriend cheated on me two weeks later. Mm. 
Oh sure boy, that's a tangled that's a tangled web, huh? Yeah. Hmm. The old trans girl. <laughs> One of his big fantasies. That's my big fantasy. Yep. Just a chick with a donger. <laughs> Fill me in. Anywho, Chris from Milford. <laughs> Hello, you're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. And she cheated on him. What uh, almost made you cheat? This me? Chris? Yes. Yep. Yeah, hey, guys. First time, long time. Thanks. Uh, Venus. How's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? So, uh, I was on a study abroad, or teach abroad, rather, uh, two years ago in Spain. Uh, and me and a bunch of the other people that I was on this teach abroad with went up to Madrid for Halloween and just going bar hopping and partying and whatnot. And there's this girl that, you know, was kind of into me the entire time we were there. We were two months into the into the uh, study abroad, and we're out dancing all night, all night, whatever. And everybody else in our group kind of leaves, and we're still out. Sun's starting to come up and everything. Street cleaners are coming out. Bars don't ever close in Spain, apparently. And uh, we're sitting outside our our uh, hostel and she uh, kind of looks at me and just says you know if you want to be the guy who uh, goes to Spain and does this and is the you know caravans around whatever kiss me now but if you want to be the good guy for your girlfriend and kind of you know stick up for her don't and you didn't and, and I didn't I thought about it thought about it but said no that's first of all you're in me. you're in Spain yeah. And yeah. It, and you're just dating how, how, someone. Yeah. And how old were you? That's uh, I was 20 at the time. Oh, oh my okay. god, Ooh. dude. That is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um any yeah. regrets? Uh for a little while afterwards cuz I told my girlfriend immediately. Oh, uh, oh god, a lot of bad calls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can be a good guy, but uh, not too good of a guy. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, no, too I, good. I told her immediately, and because of the time difference, she was. I told her this was the stupidest part. I told her right as she was going out to a Halloween party at U of M uh, with some of her frat bro friends, and oh. uh, hmm. then I get a call the next day saying that a very similar situation had almost happened. Then, mm-hmm. how did it end uh, up? You're, are you with her still or no? No. Yeah, I'm still with oh, her. Oh, you are. I would have said no, but oh. wow. Our, th- our three years actually in a week. And you're convinced yourself nothing happened to her at the U of M Halloween party? Mm. Uh, like 90% convinced. Yeah, 90. Yeah. There's always that 10. 10%. There's always that yeah. 10. I'll tell you this right now. I like uh, One of the same type of things, Dave, happened to my brother. Me and him went to Scotland together, okay, we're hanging out at all these different like hostels, going from hostel to hostel, and this Italian bird was into my brother, and he had a girlfriend back home, and this relationship wasn't the best anyway. And there's a he, hot Italian bird hitting on him, dude. Like, like a ten, okay. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what? And he didn't. And I know he's got to be like. Kicking himself. He could have nailed Because he a did stay together with that girl for a while, but it did fizzle out. It did, like, end horribly. She, you know, did some stuff or whatever. And it's like, boy, oh boy, you know, you had that thing you could have done. <clears throat> Were you Got encouraging him to do it? Not encouraging him, but I was just like, you're like, I was you just, just neutral. blown away. Neutral. No, yeah. I was just staying neutral, but I was just like, 
Like, I didn't know. I was, I, there was a lot of, how did you not do it? Like, I was just like, wow. You're the man for not doing it. Well, he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. What a fool. <laughs> the dude in Spain, the twenty-year-old in Spain. Who oh, turns that's my down like The Spanish Ooh. chick. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, you only yeah. live once. And this chick went to an MSU Halloween party. Oh. Ooh. Careful, they're still together. Uh, let's go to Jeremy from Fenton. Hi, Jeremy. Good morning. What was your costume? Dick Holden. Okay, sorry, Jeremy. Had to hear that. Quick note: That one guy, his girl definitely got gangbanged at that MSU party. Oh, okay. Oh no, poor guy. Poor I agree. Guy. I agree. Come on now. I agree. Spread it down. His mind definitely happened. All right, so go ahead with your story before you rip that guy apart. So. So I'm down, uh, I'm living out of state, and uh, I've had a girlfriend for about a year, and uh, her and I are out at the bar with some friends, and I got a girl that uh, I'd, I'd met like on, a, on Tinder like about a year prior, and so I ran into her, and uh, she's coming up to me, she knew I'd been uh, dating, uh, seeing somebody, she came up to me and pulled, pulled me off to the side and was uh, basically implying, or actually more straightforward, it asking me uh, how long we've been together, how serious we were, and uh, getting extra flirty, seeing if I'd like to go home with her. And uh, my girlfriend's across the bar, so uh, I kind of went off, got, I said I'd get back to her on that. And uh, my girlfriend, little does she know, my girlfriend is actually bisexual. Mm. So I told her what the situation was, and she looked at me and said, do you think she want to go home with us? And uh, I went back over told the girl, kind of pitched her the, uh, the idea, and yeah. she kind of gave me the deer and headlight stare with, uh, not really knowing what to say, but, uh, she, she definitely was not taking it, and she actually proceeded to try and convince me to ditch my girlfriend, given those circumstances of a threesome possibility, and still go home with her. Mm. Well, I mean, what a tangled web, but yeah. she's not gonna meet the bisexual... She's not going to beat the bisexual no. at that game. No, no, no you don't. No, no. You don't. You're you outgunned. Yeah, you've lost. You've already lost. <laughs> this one uh, was with my girl for five years. Bumped into a girl at work. Easily a 10. She actually has now quit to become a model. After work, everyone was going out to a bar. I handed up with her back at my place. Did nothing. Broke up with my girl for cheating on me two years later. Oh, Yes. Biggest regret of my life. I never nailed that now model. Mm. Oh, well. <laughs> but you had two great years with someone who means nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. This one. Uh, Dating and girlfriends. Almost got my college crush. So this is one from the other side. He said, I almost got my college crush to cheat on her boyfriend with me. Solid 10, small frame, big boobs, long brunette hair. We were drinking together out by the river, sharing dirty pictures, talking about sex. She she was so horny, she could do it doggy right there. Oh, my goodness <laughs> gracious. I said, uh, I should probably head home. Worst regret ever. Now she's divorced. Mm-hmm. That's you wow. Think, that you think that is the doggy chick on the side of the rocks? <laughs> you think she got divorced? <laughs> you think? <clears throat> oh man! So Zach involves skinny dipping. Mm. Is skinny dipping what almost made you cheat, Zach? Yes, it was uh, quite a horrific story. I was uh, somehow <laughs> able to bring these two girls back to the river with me. 
Horrible. One had a killer ranch and the other had good assets. Uh-huh. Okay. Lack of better word. Um, everything was going great. You must thought I had in the bag. These girls were having a good time. I was having a good time. We were drinking. All of a sudden, I had a girlfriend at the time, and the thought of her popped in the back of my head. Um, so I remember this. They said, if we make out right now, would you give us your towel? I said, no. So that was it. I had to walk away from it. And, oh, and do you regret it? Kept his towel. Um, <laughs> yeah, you I have it. the weight of a thousand sons on my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the weight of a thousand sons. <laughs> like Noble Atlas walks through his life. So I that's that's a giant mind. yes, you regret it. Absolutely. She cheated on me a month later. Oh, this always happens. Why does this yeah. always happen? Because it's always it's like life. a month later, two months later. Because it's life. If you don't do it, they will. <laughs> oh, that's... Can we have a thousand uh, sons? We <laughs> have a thousand sons on my shoulders. Good God. <laughs> Piss on me before you finish on me. Chuck the Freak. I just finaled on you. My name's Chuck. Lisa Way. So weird. They oh really God. did that. Chuck the Freak on the Riff. Thanks for downloading the Dave and Chuck the Freak podcast. Brought to you by the Spex Howard School of Media Arts. Spex Howard is focused on success with one-year programs in graphic design, broadcast, or digital media arts. Find out more at specshoward.edu or call 248-358-9000. The Dave and Chuck the Freak podcast, an exclusive of WRIF.com.